and welcome to A Peek Beneath the Veil, the podcast edition. If you are enjoying our D&D adventure, you can always support the show by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash tabletopnotch. There, you will be able to find all kinds of perks as our way of saying thank you. And if you really like us, be sure to stock up on our official Tabletop Notch merchandise at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. It's all very exciting stuff. But now, allow Orba to take you away into a world of mystery with this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. We're back. Nothing. Wow. In chapter 28, oh, yeah. Shack and Awe. The party returned to the Lakeside Inn for some quiet downtime in preparation for a trip into the outskirts. We found the lobby to be rearranged into a private meeting area, which boasted the puzzling presence of Quentin Femme, who seemed to be coordinating an effort to purchase a piece of property in or around Wokemouth. Deciding it best to focus on the directive of Cedric Skentz, we limited our inquiries and headed upstairs to our rooms, only to prompt Safira to confront Graven about his sudden collapse in the street. When we returned to the first floor, reasonably refreshed, we found Orba waiting, having returned from her consultation with Jillian. She relayed Jillian's instructions about leaving the city early tomorrow morning, which, if we wanted to be well-rested for our departure, meant putting a time limit on our little evening sojourn. Not to mention someone's plans to reacquire their backpack that was abandoned in the woods. What is that plan again? Four horses and five companions meant that doubling up was inevitable on the ride south, and Erlen took the opportunity to find some common ground with Safira. It was getting dark by the time we reached the restaurant, formerly operated by Marissa Everett, and neither magical detection nor a cursory glance produced any hints as to the cause of her death. After closer examination, however, we discovered a secret trap door under the building's foundation that led to some kind of storage cellar not yet stocked, but containing some written documents and a small cache of personal possessions. As the party ruminated over the implications of this chamber and its contents, a small wooded creature snuck in and sealed itself in the opening where the trapdoor once was, forcing us to punch our way through. While we had been investigating the basement, a pair of mutated creatures not unlike Erlen's friend Norm had turned up to punish our intrusion and we were forced to fight against trees and tides in an attempt to fell these foul beasts. Advancing slowly upon our enemies, they recognized the threat that we posed and began to flee, our pursuit ending when Safira sustained a near-fatal wound and required immediate medical assistance. As we huddled in the dining area of the Tackle Shack, allowing Graven's healing magic to bring us back from the brink of extinction, we asked ourselves, what were these deformed beings capable of relaying back to whomever that sent them to dispatch us? How would Sphira's brush with death affect her outlook on the mission at hand? And what kind of disarray were we about to leave Mukmu in as we left for the Shocky Mountains in the morning? We find out now, on chapter 29, on a peek beneath the veil. In what seemed like an instant, the thumping and rattling of woodlings sauntering across the floorboards of the tackle shack is replaced by a hollow nothing. And then, a low rumbling 
that consumes your senses, like plugging your ears and hearing blood pump through. Voices that seem close and distant at the same time. Sephira's eyes flicker open, and the aching sensations along her back come in waves. A memory of the pounding of a dozen knotted clubs as she sprinted towards the now absent, disfigured creature. She regains her composure, slowly, as the low conversation picks up in intensity, making out the familiar figure of Bizarre as she moves about the room, collecting splintered shards as evidence. Graven's broad physique is seated nearby, hands raised, and fingers moving slowly as his glowing palm seems to emit tendrils of energy that make their way slowly to the other silhouettes in the room. And the voices continue, and Sophia breathes and listens. Can we safely spend the night in Mukmu? Can we safely spend the night in Mukmu? Orba posits, and the group thinks, and the night goes on. A good question. Should we find somewhere else to stay other than the inn? Keep watches, set watches. Well, I know I had to leave something for Jillian with Prescott. She wished to pick up a list of supplies, any requests. Can you still disguise yourself? Uh, yes, I believe so. From what you've said about skinks, we do need to report back in some way. Otherwise it would be rather suspicious, wouldn't it? You're right. I'm gonna, can I, um, like, kind of gather myself and stand, and I'm, I'm, I'm lying down. You were lying on, a, lying table. on a table. Yeah, so you can sort of slide your feet, your feet kind of dangle off the edge of the table. You can feel your feet on the floor. Okay, so I'm gonna stand, and I'm gonna walk Sphira, to slowly. The, the door. Slow. Um, Where are you going? go outside. Where are you? So you can feel the healing tendrils of his spell, and they're starting to fade as you walk away. It does have a radius, yeah. so... Stay close. You could open the door and look out it. That would be not too far away. Okay. So I'll just... I want to stand, then just in the doorway. Sure. For a can you... Can you hear me? Are you all right? Yeah. Yes. All right. I'm not sure how useful. Um, what happened when I went down? I was around the other side of the house. I didn't. I didn't see much. After you fell, Safira, one of the woodland creatures attacked you, and it didn't look very good. Where did they go? Did we? What happened? Did you... They're both gone, Safira. Creatures fell to pieces or were destroyed, but the two, whatever they were, you are gone. Away. Yes. Why? Because of me? No. no. All of us. 
not you. Right, well, I'd recommend as soon as Safira starts feeling better, we all get back on our horses. I'm fine. You will be if you just... Stay put. Stay put for now. Get just another minute or two as the healing energy reaches everybody. Now, when we do get back, can you disguise yourself for long enough to quickly check in at the... at the inn... And possibly again with scans, even to just leave a note. Uh, sure, but if I disguise myself for scans, that's a lot of explanations for him. I mean, we have the... we have the... the writ. But I wonder why she's disguised. Skens... can't know what's in here. Whether or not we trust him or not is irrelevant. There are people very close to him that we clearly cannot trust, and he trusts them. Yes? Right. So we just call this a failure for now to him? I think... We have to look, give this information look, to someone. Look, look around the room right now. It's, de it's destroyed pretty clearly. I think that we can say that we were attacked uh, by woodland creatures. There was some sort of ambush. We don't have to tell them anything about the warehouse downstairs. We should take the... Um, the, the, the pole, the, the baker's pole with us. You mean, not with us, but put it back where we found it? Is that what you mean? What do you want to do with it? Well, at least where we found it, yes. And just claim that we came to investigate, found nothing, and were attacked. So we leave, so then, if this property is, 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 is being purchased by... I mean, what well, do we, we do? We don't know that for sure, that it's, this is what he was talking about. Even if it is, there's nothing we can do about that. If we tell Skens, we... Worst case scenario, he's in on it as well. Best case scenario, someone near him finds out, and either way, the result's the same. You're right, can, I, don't, I don't think any of this would help him. Anyway. We can decide if we want to do something further with this after we scout the camp itself. But for now, we should see if the basement's been flooded. If not, seal it back up and feign ignorance. I think we've learned all we could down there. I think we can leave it. For now, no one else can know, even Skens. If someone knows it set off some kind of alarm, and yes. I guarantee you, yeah, we need to be very careful. Does the alarm spell have any sort of radius to it? Does the person who, who get, receives... How does it work? You would be familiar with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm just reading. Sorry. Yes, it's a, it's a specific area. Until the spell ends, the alarm alerts whenever any kind of creature touches or enters the area. But they can be anywhere to receive within the alarm. a mile. Within a mile. An audible alarm produces a sound. And the hand, uh, and there's a bell, a tolling bell for 10 seconds within 60 feet, so they must have been close. We didn't 60 feet. It, no, it, oh, the, sorry, it can, you can choose whether it makes an audible alarm or a mental alarm. It can just notify you in your head. Oh, I see that. And that has a radius of a mile. Okay. Is, would we know, is, is Mukmu one mile away from here? It's less than one mile. It's less than one mile, okay. I mean, we're only a mile it, it was like kind of winding. You're following the river all the way down. Mm. And you, you, know, <laughs> you weren't like booking it, right? I mean, it might be close, but 
Mook was probably, you know, not okay. But even if it was an alarm spell, why would it have alerted these creatures if, if, if Marissa had it set up? Why would it be alerting those creatures and not somebody that Marissa is allies with? Well, I think it... I think it probably... We don't know when it was set up or who set it up. There's no way to know. It probably alerted the Lemonade Man and he sent his sort of... In the span of the five minutes that we were down in that cellar? And that means that someone has been here in that room since Marissa... Possibly not, though. Maybe the same time that she was killed. Sir, you were right, by the way. It's, it's more than a mile. Sorry, I was oh, thinking of the wrong. Okay. Yeah, it's... In I don't know if you have an idea, but... <laughs> it, yeah, it would be... It, someone heard it not in Mukmu, assuming that's what happened. Got it. Regardless, we need to... Uh, we need I'm, to clear... I'm probably it. about done Yeah, now. you are done. Okay. okay. I'm, gonna, I'm going to disassemble the... The panel. The... Uh, the, the Long paddle. stick, the paddle. Yes. Um, and as you there. grab it, you can hold it, and it kind of, and you can hear as soon as you take it out, you can hear a below you. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's re. You take it out. Yeah, you got it. Take the two pieces apart. Bring one to the. So putting them back in there. Yeah, putting back in there. Uh, no, it wasn't upstairs. One was in the kitchen, and one was uh, a curtain rod in the bedroom. In the bedroom. Okay. You're hanging. Yeah. So yeah, you can put them back. Takes a second to kind of just put the curtain, ring it back on, and <laughs> place it up. Oh, I did one backwards. <laughs> yeah, put them back with it. Can you can you easily mend this hole in the ground? The the one uh, in the doorway by the kitchen that we that you that I punched through the floor. Yeah, uh, well, they, they, I think I pried it. Over yeah, the, yeah, you pried a couple floorboards off. Yeah, what's the area of mending? Huh? I believe so. Yes. Sure. Should we, should we also mend the... Um, and the break can't be larger than one foot in any dimension. It's bigger than that, definitely, because you had to fit down one it. Foot. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> no. <laughs> it's too big. Might it be worth setting our own alarms, though? Is anyone here capable of that? I do have the spell uh, scroll, but I, I would... Prefer to waste it here. Yeah. I, I agree. We, Someone should come back soon after this. Well, uh, Do not uh, want to know who it is. I think we know who it is. Also, a priority. Even if the alarm spell goes off, we're not going to leave a scouting mission to come back. To come to back. There. The basement is destroyed, or at least it's definitely flooded. Flooded. I think whoever set off the alarm knows that we've been here, so I think it's worth the risk to just. Go back to Mukmu. Toskens, we found woodland creatures, like Erlen said, that we had a, a scuffle with them and fought them off, but we couldn't find anything worth. Woodland creatures. We could, ri- we could write a letter. Yeah, we, we could write a letter describing the two people that we fought. No, absolutely not. No? Absolutely not. We don't know how deep what, this We're going to say we were attacked and not. Dis- I, I think we can say. But whoever set them up already knows that we've been here. We don't so, know that. We don't know if they know it was us that was here. We don't... We we have to feign ignorance with skents. Be as vague as possible. Say we were ambushed. We can say we were ambushed. That's fine. But I think we all need to go back and report to him. Skents may know about these... hybrid creatures. Right. 
What makes you think he knows? If he doesn't know, someone near him does. We need to leave this city as quietly as possible. At the very least, we need to lie enough to buy us time to get out of here. So again, are we leaving a place more dangerous than we last found there? Irrelevant. Fine. Would you like to write up the letter to Skens? We should talk to him. After he wants to, you said he wanted to meet with us. He you just said, said he wanted you... you to report back. You just said we can't be seen by anybody. No, I didn't say that. I said that. I didn't say that at all. I think we need to report back to Skens specifically. It'll be suspicious if we don't. Right. Well, we I can't do it tonight. We have to do it. We tonight. have to do it. Tonight. I think Will we he just be there? leave yes. here, go straight there, talk right. to him, go back to the inn, leave the note for Julian, go to bed. Regardless, I believe we should get on our horses and start talking about this. I agree. Owen's going to grab the barrel of, um, uh, was it the Markland? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to push it back over the thing. Yeah. Um, is there anything else in the room that feels other than like the obvious remains of combat? Is there anything that's that seems out of place that we? You guys gave a pretty good look. Like close the trap door to the. the uh, yeah, you can close the door. Yeah. There's still a lot of splintered pieces of yeah, wood yeah. around. Yeah, from the from the wood lines. But... And you have some and gathered, right? Took yeah, some. she took we some. We can show scans yeah. that we had to fight them off, but there was well, nothing that we could find. Evidently, we're not going into very much detail. So. Well, I just think that we show him. We got in a scuffle. We had to fight them off. We're sorry for our feet. Here's these bits of wood. <laughs> Just to show him that we did do some damage and aren't hiding it from him. I mean, he'll find out when he sends somebody back here. Right, but I'm just... I don't think our story is not credible. I just am not sure that it's the right decision to not tell him more information. It's not the right time. If we... What would... The information that we're telling them now... Gives them enough information. We don't want to send some poor soldiers in here for another ambush. No. So we're giving them enough information to not do that. We'll mm-hmm. prevent as many lives saved as we'll, we'll save as many lives as possible all, in this moment. All we have to say is we came, we must have set off some kind of alarm, we were attacked, and we fled. Okay. If there's more to be done, it can be done after the scouting mission, Safira. You're right, okay. So we won't support the suspicion that Marissa was murdered? Which she definitely was now? I think we can say that our investigation was interrupted when we were ambushed. They could just perform a more in-depth examination of Marissa. He cast hold the dead on her. uh, Or, sorry, gentle repose on her. So she won't be decaying for quite some time. There could be some evidence on her body still. Can we say that we think it's suspicious? I suppose getting attacked during an investigation is inherently suspicious. Yes, I think it is. I think we can say that, the, that we think there's suspicious circumstances. He needs to send more men. There should be a thorough investigation. I think it all makes sense, but I do think we should get going. Yes. Walk outside. Can I, um, is there a way for me to, I know this is dumb, but again, I'd like try to stealthily like grab your hand, grab his hand. <laughs> Sure. He's I mean, the first I'm going out the door, door first, so, so you can follow, follow me yeah. close. I'll follow him door. closely, and I because sure. I kind of want to bring him up like a side person. Sure, you can follow Probably me. Up. Up. Yeah, just a quick moment here before everybody else we follows you out. We only have four horses, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so have. if you want to share the horse with them, that's true. That poor but, horse. <laughs> you got the you got, Caesar. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. got a, a moment here before everybody else kind of comes out. Greg, if I go down again, you understand? You leave me. No, I'm serious. If someone's... You chase them, you understand? We're not going to have this conversation right now. What do you mean we're not going to have this conversation right now? 
just start getting the horse ready. I'm gonna get on top of the horse well, that he's getting okay, ready. So you guys are walking, or are you guys coming out? You, um, yes. The floorboards that I pried open um, to make the thing, can I like, um, can I sort of shove them into the hole just to make, so it, so it doesn't look so clear, so it looks like it was maybe like broken? Sure. Yeah. Um, like it doesn't in, look like it was combat. pried off, it looks like it was smacked. Yeah, 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 like it was smashed in combat, sure. so make it just look a little messier. Yeah, you can, you can take a moment to do it. And as he's like doing that, can I bend down and help him? Yeah, sure. I'm putting the splintered stuff in my bag. Sure. <laughs> take a couple. Yeah, you take a few you chunks of it. show them yeah. that we... As we're <laughs> putting something away, I whisper to Erland, when you encountered Norm, was there a way he could plan something on you to track you? I'm not so convinced that this was an alarm spell. Were you tracked? What did Norm hit me with? He hit me with some thorn, like he shot some thorns at you. Can I look at my, do I have any thorns on me? You've got some like wounds there, but they're not, they're physically are not still there. You yeah, yeah. pluck them out. The only thing Yeesh. you could hit us with some thorns and... Yeah, you've got some marks on you, but it's... So there was no way they could have just followed us? I, I suppose there's always a way, but I, I don't think that's immediately obvious. Okay. Why do you not think it was an alarm spell? I'm just not convinced. I'm just looking at every possible option. I think we need to stop acting so foolish around this town. We're not being smart, Erland. And I'll get up and go. And as Saphir and Graven, you head over, and the horses remain tied at the hitching post. But you sense that the skirmish might have spilled out into the roads while you made your escape from the basement. And there's sort of a collective kind of stomping and lowered heads and kind of shaking back and forth of the horses. And one of them is kind of violently moving, and you can see it was the one that Saphir and Erland came in on, and it's kind of making kind of a bucking motion, and one of its hooves is anchored into the ground by like a splintered wooden brace. It looks like one of the creatures kind of wrapped itself around, and it seems to be kind of, it's half in the ground, half on the hoof. So it's kind of like attempting to pull itself free of can the thing. Can I go up and try to calm it first? Yes. Make an anime handling check. Okay. Is, there, is, is there... my friend Severe there to support me? <laughs> is there any like space uh, between the ground and that wood that's holding? Like, no, it looks like it's partially in the ground and then holding it. So it's like oh, so you couldn't it. even like you couldn't get under it. Yeah. Sorry. Did you, do I get advantage? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> First one better. Seventeen. Seventeen. Great. So you kind of go up, and it's it's bucking a little bit, but you you sort of hold it to the side, and you're able to get down. So what are you doing as you sort of get down? Well, I I realize that it's one of those. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. Things. So it didn't kind of when he died. It, it looks like, like it doesn't have a face or any eyes or anything. So okay. it looks like it has reverted back to neutral, but okay. it it was already in that form, so it just kind of stayed there. Can I kind of like gingerly break Pull it some open? Pieces apart. Yeah. yeah. Make a strength check. Just a straight. Yeah. Okay. Will my strong fence with fear? <laughs> it's too small. The two of you can't. You're very strong. I am very, very strong. strong. Uh, strength, strength, strength. Yeah, just strength. Uh, 16. Nice. Great. And the, the, there's sort of these very shards that kind of stick up near, and you can see why it's bothering the horse, because as it moves, these things are like poking into the sides of its ankles, and you kind of reach around, and you break one off, and then you grab another, and you sort of go around the outside, and it finally sort of pulls free. And you are able to do something. <laughs> It looks like she was held captive by one of the um, woodlings. Woodlings before it was able to fall apart. She she's okay. A, she's okay though. Yeah. Good. Um, maybe I shouldn't stress this one with my weight though. Somebody I'll take else. It. Okay. There you go. Why <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now? Ireland and uh, Orba have come out. Yeah, I go up to a horse. I go up to a horse. <laughs> 
I'll, I'll go to I'll go to Graven's first. <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Graven like takes up a He's lot so of space yeah, on yeah, that yeah. Yeah. She's like on his shoulders. Get on the horse and just Poor look horse. at you for a second. Are you guys riding? Or yeah. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. let's go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get my like, you know. Right. Pull her up? Don't let this talk. And the ride back north, solemn, focused, sort of hardened resolve worn on the faces of the party as they seek to wrap up this leg of the journey and return to the mission. And the air is brisk, as is the pace set by the horses, who've returned to sort of a dutiful, relative calm, soothed by the presence of their familiar riders. And for Sephira, the weight of the new revelations at the Tackle Shack is sort of offset by a lightness due to her lack of belongings. A single bow slung over her as a reminder that she has unfinished business in Mukma. Just a stupid. And you have a little bit of time here as you're riding back north. Uh, Orba would like to just keep watch. Sure. She doesn't want to be distracted. Give me a, give me a perception check. Okay. Just in general as you're riding. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be a, a five. Okay. Huh. Keep an eye on things as you're moving through. But did, sure. did you want to say something? Well, I'm just driving my horse. <laughs> did you want to say something? <laughs> Look, I appreciate it. It's a life. You know what I mean, though? Uh, not really. I Look. must admit I don't have the ability to bring anyone back from the dead. So, that's what you meant. That's not what I mean. All right, well. Look, I need to be useful, you understand? I'm only here because I feel I can be useful. If I feel I can't be useful, or if I feel that I'm going to be a hindrance. If you have a death wish, Sephira. Don't have a death wish. Look, I don't want it to be because of me. If we fail, I don't want it to be because of me. Do you understand that? Surely you can empathize. I, I don't even really know what you mean. You mean if I have to choose between you and the mission, or you and someone else? No. I should just let you... Look, that... I made that decision a long time ago. That I would give my life if I needed to. We're all in this together at the moment. Jelena's gathered us for a reason and... Yes, and I think one of the reasons that it's useful to have someone like me... And the reason it's useful for to have someone like me is so that if somebody does go down, I can... And I, I can bring you back. But you know what I'm saying. I'll take it into account. You guys are making pretty good time, sort of following the trail along the car. And it quickly opens up into the Urpak Basin. And the torches lit along the city walls kind of reflect off of the water. And the twinkling, sort of barely highlighting silhouettes of men and women closing up, sort of locking the storage sheds along the riverbank where you saw where you went to meet with Massif earlier. And with the night fully upon us, activity around the southern gate is slow. And you notice a lighter presence of guards, perhaps relocated to manage some of the emergencies outlined by Director Skens, or even assigned to watch over the graveyard, 
as per Yannick's request. But there are a couple stationed there, and a couple people moving in and out. You guys are approaching the city gates. Is there anything before you guys enter through? Who has the red? You still have the red, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just in case we needed to even just get into the city, why don't you go up front? Got it. So. What is our boundary with Skens? He does not strike me as a man who will stop asking questions when we don't have the answers. <laughs> we went to investigate. In the middle of our investigation, before uncovering anything significant, we were attacked by woodland, cre- woodland creatures. Some sort of... At what point do we say that we think we may have set off some kind of alarm? We don't. Really? We're not... I think it's... What's the point of not using that information? I think it's worth to say that the only reason we were attacked is that we think we had, there was an alarm. I've already shared with Erlin that I'm not so convinced that there was an alarm, so... It's f- very... What else could it have been? The five of us were scared off by woodlings. We fought some woodling we creatures... Was- we have to say that we got into a fight because yes. there's evidence of that. We fought some woodland creatures. It was a difficult battle. There were many of them. All of this is true. And we left. They're going to find out we were lying pretty quickly, don't you think? As we long as they don't find out in the next seven to eight hours. It's also fine. true that you were knocked unconscious and we could say that that was our, our, our cue to... We could say that we think leave. that someone could sense that we were there. Why? What information? What does that do for us? Because then it gives them the validation that she may have been murdered. They're going to Who find cares? the basement. Who They're cares? going to find the alarm spell. We'll never be able to come back here if we lie to him. It doesn't us. matter. We can say we did not. We can just appear to be useless investigators. Great. Yes. I'm totally fine appearing imbecilic to someone I don't care about. <clears throat> okay, fine. It's not about... That's not what I'm concerned about. I I want him to... Well, I, I want him that's, to leave us. I don't want us to get to hold into questioning for hours. I'm worried that he's going to... It could m- make it worse if we don't give him information that he is then... If he becomes suspicious and then carries us away into investigation. Let's play this through. We say we set him off an alarm spell, yes? Let's say he knows exactly where that alarm spell was set. Let's say he knows exactly what was in that basement. Let's say he then imprisons us on the spot. Okay. That so seems like an entirely valid... So our story thing. then is we walked that does make in, sense. we were attacked by the woodland creatures. In our investigation, <laughs> we went in, we dismissed, what's his name? We found nothing of import and I was knocked unconscious by a bunch of wooden owls or whatever. Woodling, yes. Woodling sure. creatures. Woodling creatures. I scooped you up, put you on my horse, and we, and we, and we left. Okay, I, I like In fact, fun. you... Safira and yes. perhaps Orba, Bizarra, or some combination could go straight to the inn now. Erland and I go to Skens, explain what happened, say that you're resting, as you should be. No? I believe we need I to think show Skens what Safira looks like. No offense, Safira, but you look like you've been through hell and back. Also, I do believe that feigning incompetence is the quickest way to get in and out of this place. Okay. Okay. All right, we stick together. And if it, to the reserves. And if it goes badly, we run. Sure. We run north. Sure. Yes. Okay. Does anybody have anything at the inn currently? In the rooms? Mm, I think I brought everything with me. Okay, I have everything in mind. Right. right. So if we, for some reason, get separated um, north of the cemetery, yes. we can meet up there. Let's go. 
clipping through the streets. Are you guys riding up to the reservation center? Or are you going to put your horse at the stables? I think we should ride to the reservation Maybe center just, just in is, case we need to. Is there like a place to not official place? Um, there's probably fences and stuff that you could tie them up. It, I mean, and it's late at night. I mean, people aren't going to be like, hey. yeah. I mean, someone might get annoyed. It's not a place where you're yeah. supposed to tie your horses. Yeah, I would, but I would say the stables. How far is the stable from the reservation? What if Julian needs a horse? Yeah, these are our only horses. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Stable. Make your way to the stables. All of the horses, you begin to walk towards the reservation center. And as you return to the reservation center, it seems that many of the scribes have headed home for the evening. Oops, wrong one. <laughs> Is it that's the end? And the tired eyes of the remaining few sort of betray the whirlwind nature of the day's events. And Standing Sergeant Uriel is seated, and he sort of barely darts his eyes in your direction as you enter. It's the first time you've ever seen him not wearing his official yellow headband. It seems to have taken him off, put it on the desk to the side. And his silvering hair kind of drapes along the sides of his face. As he, with one hand sort of holding up his head, he's sort of penning a letter on his desk. And as you come in, he darts his eyes up very briefly. You can go on back, just knock before you enter. The director is meeting with one of his watch captains, but they should be finishing up. Thank you. Yeah. Do we walk past him as we do this? Yeah. You Can I glance me. down at the letter? Sure. Make a perception check. Come on, man. Five. Can I glance down at the <laughs> <laughs> So you take a peek. It's, it's hard to tell. It's, it's very dim in here. There's only a couple lamps sort of still lit as opposed to sort of the regular activity of the day. And as you kind of walk by, he flits his eyes up again and notices Safira as you guys are walking by. Hold on. You all are returning from the tackle shack? Yes. Yes. What happened down there? We have a writ to speak directly to Skens. Yes, I know that. This was supposed to be a routine investigation. You all look like you've been through hell. Skens asked us to report directly to him. All right. Go on back. Start working. Mm-hmm. And he goes back, and he kind of watches you guys go as you head back. And you move down that hallway that you've been through before a couple times. And you get to Skins' this time, for the first time, Skins' door's closed. And you can hear a little bit of muffled conversation happening. Can I put my ear up to yeah, the door? Yeah, I was going to say. Who's doing it? The hallway's narrow. You're only one oh, person's really going to fit. I'm going to do it. Make a perception check. Oh, she is. <laughs> she sure is. What do you have, Twenty. Twenty. So you sort of quietly walk up to the door, put your ear up to it, and you can hear the voice of Skens. Thank you, Captain. I appreciate your hard work today. I'll speak with someone at the Institute tomorrow, see if she had any reason to be headed to Tuktu. Go on, get some rest. And you can hear sort of a chair shuffle and someone standing. And what do you, what do you hear? You can hear the footsteps moving towards the door. It's not very far away. And you hear sort of the doorknob turn. And it opens up. And you see a clean-shaven dwarven man. It's usual city watch garb, but it's accented by a thin sort of black cape slung over one shoulder, propped up by a silver pauldron on his right side. And you can see Skents just a couple steps behind him. Get some rest, Nolan. And then he sort of sees the rest of you in the way. Oh! You're back! And yes. he takes a look. Why do I get the feeling that you're about to make my night even longer? What happened to you all? 
Orba gestures to go into the office. Yeah, yeah come in, come in. He sort of motions to the chairs, still set out. Do I recognize Nolan at all? You do not. <laughs> he's got a scar running from his cheek. Yeah. He's about 12 feet tall. Made of wood. Just when we were starting to get some progress made. Sit, sit, please. What kind of progress? Well, for one, we got the arsonist to confess that he wasn't acting alone in the burning down of Mr. Denholm's place mm. as someone he was working with, you see. Mm. Hopefully that'll quell Mr. Denholm's rage. He was here at the reservation center for a meeting when his house caught on fire, so he's been screaming for justice all day. Said it was revenge. Said this uh, person was righting a wrong, this uh, woman, and he sort of checks the thing. Chelsea Denita. She had her house all smashed up by one of Micah's associates, so she was returning the favor. Spiraled out of control, burned the house down. Now, I get the feeling that there's uh, more details yet to be revealed, but that's a job for tomorrow, I think. Right. So, what can you tell me? Not much. As soon as we were there, we were attacked. By? Woodling creatures. These... Oh, okay, step by too. step. Oh, hold on. You talked to Case and he was there, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. You dismissed him? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what? You walk in the house, you get attacked right away. We looked around briefly. Couldn't find anything really out of the ordinary. The place is mostly cleaned out. There's not much there at all. Did, you, did your guards clear it out in the initial investigation? Yeah, they took that, a number of things. That was the most suspicious thing we found, was that it was totally empty. We, Help me out here. Search your memory. Something you touched that triggered the attack, a door you opened, no, something? When we found the place, there was a hole in the ground. In floorboards? Yeah, there was a hole. We don't know what caused it. And they came up through the hole? You mean the, the hole by the doorway? Yeah. Yeah. They came from outside. They came from underneath. We don't know if the place is being watched. It, it almost or, felt like someone could have been there before. Or if somebody was there even when... Kaysen was there. We don't know. Regardless, we became overwhelmed. Safira was knocked unconscious and we fled. Yeah, she looks like shit. I was yes. barely able to. No offense. I was barely able to get her up onto the horse and heal her on the way back here. Alright, so, um. So you, you saw the hole and you were all inside at this point? You didn't see these creatures coming? They came up out of the ground? We were so focused on finding any kind of clues for you to help you all and. No, we did not see. So they didn't attack until you all got into the house? Right. Correct. They crawled in from outside, from in the windows, up through the floorboards. The the, the battle did eventually sort of spill out out of of the tackle shack. And resulted in some... We were inside when they first attacked. A little bit of damage on the inside. If you see here, and I pull out the pieces. Sure. Splintered wood. It's... It's from the inside of the cabin. It wouldn't have been terrible, but there were so many of them. They kept coming. Does this sound like anything you've encountered before? <laughs> no idea. There's nothing else, just these wooded creatures, you say. We, one of ours was nearly killed. No, I'm not saying that. I mean, there was nothing else attacking you. Not that we saw. No one commanding these creatures, all acting on their own accord? 
Perhaps, perhaps the one that we saw. Not that we saw. Are you familiar we with us? We were so flooded by them that I don't know how we would have seen. God, what a fucking mess. Well, the one bit of good news is that we know that Yannick performed a ceremony, a, a gentle repose spell onto Marissa. If you ever want to investigate her body for any other reason, now that it seems quite suspicious, you'll be able to for the next couple of days. Gentle repose, you say? Yes. Yannick knows that's not allowed. I think it was special circumstances, sir, with all due respect. Well, I'm gonna have to head out in the morning, check myself, bring people with me. Please be careful. Bring men. I will. And that's all you can tell me, you didn't find anything else. Does his sort of um, uh, incredulousness around this, or ignorance around this, does that seem truthful? You can make an insight. Uh, 15. It does seem pretty truthful. I mean, when you motion, when you mentioned the creatures, nothing gave away that he would have seen that coming or anything. He was surprised by that news. I mean, he's, yeah, he's not like withholding information. Doesn't seem like it. Okay. From what you can tell, I was hoping to bring the citizens of the outskirts a detailed report that would satisfy them, but looks like we're going to have to dig a little deeper. I think you should. Is, I wish we had better information for you. Yeah, me too. Is there a way as you investigate further into this home that it won't be listed for sale or anything? Yeah, it was up for sale, but we're gonna have to take it off now. Was there any interest in it? Yeah, a few people I think. Yeah, sure. Anytime something goes up, there's bids for it. Mm-hmm. It's have not you unusual. Into the people who place bids on the house? No, should I? I would, I would look into them, yes. The house is being watched. So you think there's something in the house that the creatures were trying to stop you from seeing? Not necessarily, just... Watching the property in general. There's, look, it's suspicious circumstances. Yeah, I guess. Also, anyone who puts a bit on the house, anyone who goes there further, could be in grave danger. I guess that's true. It's true. Have you heard any more from Yannick or any of your watch there at the cemetery? Yeah, um, in what way? I mean, we, uh... With the promise of a little bonus for expediency, Pavel McManus agreed to get his men started tonight with the digging of the holes or whatever. Good. Good. So they should be at the graveyard with Yannick by now, I would think. Can I ask you something? Of course. Sort of related, but not. I know that Yannick can't afford the extent of the services you provided. So, what's the angle here? You're not from Mukmu, you don't seem to be looking to settle down, so you mentioned some kind of vapors, some machinery that you'd seen in other cities. What's going on? I mean, why are you here? We're just travelers. We figured we could give you as much information. Yeah, no, no, I appreciate all that. That's not what I'm saying. I mean, you could have left by now. Why stay? Why would... What do you mean? You did offer us coin for this, did you not? No. No. Well, then I was lied to, that's why I stayed. Alright. Well, look up. If I could ask you at some point tomorrow, I'd like to sit down and and write official report, but I can't do that tonight. I don't have the time. Alright. Can you come by tomorrow, sometime in the afternoon, written report? We can certainly try, yeah. All right. Hmm. If 
not, we'll send word. Planning on leaving town? Well, quite honestly, I don't know how safe we feel at the moment. We were seen at this house, or we were present at this house and attacked. We don't know who possibly saw us. We would like to maybe leave. Well, you think you're not safe in Mukmu? Well, there's a contract for um, we some escaped... Um, we picked up a contract for some escaped servants, and so we might be chasing yeah. that. Heard about it. All right, well, we follow the coin. Do your best to try and stop by tomorrow, yeah? Okay. There's a bit of coin in it for you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, I'll try to give Yannick whatever assistance he requires. See what we can find out. Right. Good luck. Yeah. He sort of goes back to, he seems to be kind of starting to write down some of the details that he can remember what you told him just to keep a sort of brief written record of what you said. Do we see any, uh, any, uh, was, is there any, like, paper on his desk that I could see from where I was talking? Of papers? Like, that I could see or read or... <laughs> Make a perception check. Papers, business, papers. <laughs> business. Uh, seven? Seven. Um, no, nothing, there are a bunch of papers, nothing on them catches your eye. That, like, is you're like, I recognize something there. Yeah, you don't see anything. All right. Can I, are we walking out right yeah. now? Can I just leave a piece of wood on his desk? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Just in case you run into the creatures, or... They look like this. It's part of them. All right. He sort of puts it on a shelf, doesn't he? Smells it. Remember me. <laughs> Fuck out. Yeah. You can close the door behind. You guys head back out. And you're walking through the main part of the reservation center, and now Uriel has retied his headband, headband kind of around his head, and he sees you. Oh, as yeah. Everything all right? Just gotta keep. Just fine. Have a good evening. All right. Uh, um. The uh, writ, if you don't mind. Sure. I'll um. I hope Skens found you to be of service. Mm. Have a good night. Good evening. He goes back. Okay, so now outside the reservation. <laughs> <laughs> well, after chatting with him, how do we feel about returning to the inn for the evening? I feel fine about it. I believe him. I don't think he knows anything. Wait, but we're not. It's not just him. I know. I, I, I know why. I know why it's dangerous to give him information. I just. I, I don't, for the record, like lying to officials. I don't, I don't like it as much either, Safira, but... It's just not no, the time. No, I know, I just, I, I don't... I wish we knew. I wish we had more information. So, are we even staying at the inn, or are we sending an Orba disguised to leave a note and set watches at the stables? I need to rest, I feel, but I also have to... Ride out early tomorrow in the morning. How I, early? I left my. I know. How early? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, your bag is where. It'll take me at least. We said forty-five minutes, I think. Sure, but Safira, I believe what Jillian said. Your bag is in the north end, correct? It's in the north outside of the city gates. 
Jillian wants us to ride north. We are exiting the city north. So if you want to go ahead of us, retrieve your bag. I don't believe we should be exiting with Jillian outside of the city anyways. I feel like we should get there before her. No, and she we definitely us. should not exit with Jillian. So, so how about we... Don't get up early. Get up exactly when you need to. Hmm? I thought her bag was in the south, is in the north? No, the north. You guys are presumably headed north to the Shocking Mountains. That's also where the graveyard is, Tails right. places, and where the forest is. So south was the tackle shack and where you came up from. How about we get to the stables at 9 in the morning, exit the city, pick up your bag, set a meeting point with Jillian beforehand when she picks up our list that we've made for her. She comes and meets us. So this is all supposing that we're staying at the inn, right? Sure. Everybody's okay with staying at the I inn. I do think we should stay at the inn. We I, can set watches still if you like. We could sit in the I don't mind room. staying awake longer. Right. How much did you tell Skeks about the miasma and the pumps? Are we really going to get into this now, Erland? Potentially, yes. It was me. I was the one who told. I told him about the pumps, I told him about the gas, I told him about the undead and the young kegs and the underground. He knows a lot. Look, um, Who else was there? Just Skens. There's a way no to- No one else? Yannick no. wasn't there? Yannick, Yannick was there, but Oriel was not. We should stay with Yannick tonight then. He's going to be busy. We should stay in the grave, we should- um, is there You some want to stay in that They're graveyard? digging up the ground in the graveyard as we speak. Um, can... Why? Because you trust him? Because we don't have much choice other than to trust him. I you don't trust the innkeeper. Do you trust him as much? I mean, no, how much It's more not about the innkeeper. It's about anyone. Everyone knows that we no, are staying there. Sure, but how much worse could it possibly be to stay <laughs> with Yannick? Because people won't know people we're there. Won't know we're there. Unless sure, he tells them. And you all seem to trust him so much. At least at the inn, though, there's only two access points. There's windows and there's doors. If we keep an eye on those things, we should be all right. In the graveyard, I... it's open air. Does Skins know we're staying at the inn? Not to my knowledge. I think we may have. I mean, it might have come up. I I, don't. I I don't see. I mean, we're travelers. Where else would we be staying? We should absolutely not be staying at the inn then. You want to sleep outside in the graveyard with uh, in a mausoleum? All of his his men are out there. And, and there's the, going to be go, they're digging up the miasma. You think there's not going to be undead there the evening after we've already attacked? It's not that many hours. I do think we should go back to the inn, sleep at the inn, leave it for Jillian, tell her what time to meet us up in the north so we can... You don't trust this. I agree that you should drop something off at the inn for Jillian. You're telling me that you don't think Skins is going to immediately tell that Uriel there. And we all don't trust him, do we? No. So then, how easy would it be for him to ring up some guards, come to the inn, and arrest us this, this night? Okay, fine, we'll sleep uh, outside the fucking graveyard. I'm not as worried about Skents as I am about the things that got away. You said the Lemonade Man approached you? Yes. And you're saying he doesn't know you're staying at the inn? Not that I'm aware of. He definitely... Uh. That is the last place in this city we should sleep. He hasn't come by yet. <laughs> okay. I've where, been back and forth from the inn. Where are we sleeping? A handful of times, Erland. Look, we have to choose because. I'm, this is getting I'm to be a bit ridiculous. Yeah. Right, it's like it? it's almost midnight at this point, right? Shall we put it to a vote? If you trust Yannick, I say we stay with him. <sighs> Shall we put it to a vote? Vote sounds good. Okay. All in favor of the inn. Oh, for fuck's sake. All Fine. In. 
Fine, well, did, no, not the end, the other, the fucking <laughs> other. What? <laughs> we said the end. May I explain to you it's how both works? Twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I meant to do. Okay. So wait, all in favor of the graveyard. Yes. The three of you went to sleep outside in the graveyard. In a mausoleum to stay at the no, structure. No, 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 correction. I absolutely do not want to sleep outside in a graveyard. It's no, it's... You, you just voted for it. Uh, no, now. but I think... But now I'm... Now I'm... Now I think it's absolutely unsafe for us to... Recount. Recount. The inn. This is um, no, I'm not real. I'm not revoting. Everybody head to the goddamn graveyard. I'm going to disguise myself, drop something off for Prescott for Jillian, and I will come and meet you there. I make sure you some, put what I'll time come with you. And you should, nobody, we shouldn't be alone at all. I'll come with you. I won't come in, but I'll go to the. I like the inn. The area. I won't disguise myself. Then there's no point. What? You should disguise yourself. I'm already walking with the eight foot tall Goliath. Oh my god. That's true. Let's go. Night. You are not obligated to. You could split up yeah. if you feel. <laughs> you know, whatever you want. If it means if disguising yourself means it's not me that goes with you, somebody else go with her, please. I'll go with him. I think she's saying that if, if she walks in with any yeah, of the party, yeah, that sort right. of defeats There's the purpose. I'm not, going, I'm not going to walk in. I'm going yeah, to. Yeah, I'm walk. still walking next to you, like you know. I'll go. I'll go. I'll put my cloak. I'll put my hood up so I can't be seen. And stay I'm, in the shadows. <laughs> I also don't mean to throw another wrench into the plan, but the horses? Jillian cannot escort four horses all by herself in the morning. We can take them to the graveyard. We can take three. We should leave one for Jillian. Okay. Yes. Okay. Somebody go get the horses. I'll I go get the to horses. Prescott. There we go. We have a plan. Yes? Would, yes. So why don't three of us take two horses? Whoever's going to the inn, we leave a horse for them. They get on the horse after they're done at the inn, meet us up at the graveyard. That sounds like an excellent plan. Bizarre. Leave one for Jillian, leave the note for Jillian of what time to meet us up north. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yes. Yes. Oh. Let's go. Right. Who's going where? Horses. I'm gonna go get horses. them. Stupid horse. I'm going with her to, the, to, the, to end? the inn. Sophia, where are you at? Um... I want to head to. I want to go head to Yannick and see if we can stay with him. That's a good idea. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> watching just be like, no, the first down and fighting Also, I don't know. To be clear, like my idea was to like walk up to like you know a hundred yards away from the inn. No, yeah, right? but I'm still okay. like just okay. walking about town. I'm seeing you. I get it. You are. I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I mean you are enormous. I think Yannick will be <laughs> okay with us staying there. We oh helped God. him out enough. He should be willing to let us stay a couple it's hours. It's worth warning him, and she looks pathetic right now. <laughs> I have a good rapport with him as well, so if you'd like me to do so, and she can just ride with you on the horse. Fine, I'll take... No. Whatever. <laughs> I'm done. I'm on my way to the graveyard. Right. I get on the horse, and horses. I'm going. You guys are headed to the stables. So we're going straight up to the graveyard. Back to the stables. So we'll head over to the inn first. Okay, whatever. And you guys reach the lakeside inn. Um, I, I don't want to get up to it. Okay. Uh, I want to like, <laughs> I want to escort her basically until I can no, see no, the front door. Within 50 and yards. then I want to sort of find a shadowy corner where I can hide. Sure. You do so. Make a stealth check with advantage as it's dark in here. Our book is so set up. <laughs> uh, 14. 14. Great. So you find a little spot that has a view of the door that seems to be out of the activity. It's sort of, there's a lamplight shining above you, but it, there's a cover of a roof that's sort of keeping the shadows on your face. If you're not out in one minute, I'm coming in. I have to write the letter. Oh, God. Five minutes, I'm coming in. Thank you. 
Okay. I enter in. And the layout of the inn has returned to its normal state. Chairs and tables spread evenly throughout the first floor. And the kitchen appears to have reopened, although the atmosphere is pretty slow and relaxed. One of the chefs is kind of leaning easily against the windowed openings. And a number of patrons are enjoying an evening drink or a small bowl of, it looks like some kind of pudding that is topped with pear slices. Make a perception check for it. Uh, not with that die. That die has been <laughs> uncooperative. Perception, ten. It's a little better. Just taking a brief look around before you sort of find a spot to write or head up to Prescott. You do notice that there's most of the groups are at least in pairs, groups of three or four. And there's one man sitting alone. Short, well-groomed hair and an oiled beard. And his dark blue robe is belted at the waist, and it looks expensive. But you notice near the ends of his sleeves, and down kind of near his ankles, there's splotches of a black substance, some kind of ash or soot. And he just kind of stands out in this sort of generally, not poor, but sort of working folk crowd. He sort of stands out as a, a wealthier individual. Okay. Are you finding a place to write, or are you heading out? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Are you disguised? No. No, she's not. <laughs> he just asked me the same question. Um, is he at a bar? Like, is he at a, He's at a, a table? table? Yeah. He's at a table. Can I set a table next to him? Sure. Oh. You do so. Keeping my ears open as I write. I mean, he's not talking to anyone or anything, and right. he he also seems to... He's about a bottle of wine and a cup that he sort of pours, drinks, refills, drinks, mm-hmm. refills. Very quick. Mm-hmm. As you're sort of right. So okay. you have a moment. Great. So I'm going to write my letter to Jillian. Um... And go up to when I'm done, I'll like fold it and go up to Prescott. <clears throat> and he's sitting there. Good evening. Ah, oh, good evening. Uh, I have a friend coming to pick up uh, just a little letter for from me to her. Yes. Do you have any kind of seal or anything? Uh, I do. Yes. Oh. This is a letter for Jillian. Yes. She said that uh, someone might be leaving something for. That would be me. Excellent. Yes. Um, Yes, she said she would pick it up in the morning. Uh, yes, uh, I believe she actually left something. Oh, of course um, she did. For you. Uh, yes, this is the one. Oh, would you mind if I read this really quick before uh, no, please, I give please, you my please do. Thank you. <laughs> What's that face? <laughs> Wonderful. So she's still picking up. Um, that was my impression. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. Great. Uh, let me just. I might have to amend one or two things. Give me one second. <laughs> oh, right, yes. cool. Great. Uh, you can hear the clinking and clattering of dishes and bowls and plates and cups as people kind of. Uh, okay. Are you sitting and writing, or are you kind of just there making? No, I'm just kind of like proofing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Slight edits. Mm. Uh, Do you need a, a moment? Because we'll be. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you guys have retrieved the horses. You're now walking through, sort of back up towards the mm-hmm. towards the north end of town. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're sort of leading the horses through, and you've taken all but one. So you have three horses with you. Yeah, Great. So we have the ram. Yep. No, we have two horses because <laughs> yes. we left one for them. Uh, there, there was four, horses. and you were going to leave one, correct? Oh, I thought we were leaving one for them too. But okay. Oh, I think the plan was just to leave one yeah. for okay. like Jillian right potentially. The city yeah. anyway. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're walking through the city. Yeah. Um, 
Do you guys need a moment to ch- talk as you're headed up, or should we go over to Sphere? So are we letting Sphere go in first? To the Vega? She had already, already had off, so yeah. she'll she presumably went. get there before you guys. Yes. Got it, got it, got it, sorry. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, Sephira <laughs> makes her way <laughs> outside the north city walls, and you see familiar sights to your left and your right. The kennel and fenced-in yard of Tail's property. Now quiet with sort of a light flickering within the main structure. And then the graveyard on your right. And off a ways, but still sort of tucked against the city wall, you can see a number of men huddled in a circle. It looks like some of them are holding torches. And one of them whose outline is familiar enough to you to pinpoint as Gravekeeper Yannick. And you can't hear anything at this distance, but it looks like he's motioning to different, he's sort of motioning shapes and sort of depths, and it looks like there's a number of men with shovels who have started to mark a few spots where they're going to presumably dig where you, you, know, you heard Yannick's plan, measuring things out. And you also see the lining, the sort of, before it dips down into the graveyard, there are a number of city watchmen here, as Gens promised. It looks like there's six of them sort of standing watch along the edge of the graveyard, making sure that nobody wanders in sort of haphazardly. Gets to me, kept his prom. We asked for the thing, and he did it, and we lied to him. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try to. Can I kind of? Am I close enough, and is it light enough that I would be able to kind of like? Uh, n- get no, his it would be difficult no, to do that. You could shout, and you would probably hear okay, it, but I'm just waving that would I'm be. Um, I'm gonna... Do, does it look like I can go through to get towards him? I mean, there's gaps between the guards, but they're sort of standing, you know... Can I try to walk through and sure. see As you start to walk, one of them sort of... Uh, uh, sorry, I can't go into the gave route right now. Oh, sorry. Um, I was... Orders of skets can't go in. Right, I was... Um, actually, I was here a while ago. Um, I was one of the people who was... Um, I just... I wanted to see if I could have a word with Yannick for just um, a moment. Yeah, maybe in the morning or when he's done. We were told that it's dangerous, we don't know what's going on, but I can't let you in, sorry. Actually, uh, quite urgent. Are you sure there's no way I could speak to him tonight? And he sort of looks over. I, I think he's busy right now, he's with Pavo over there. Yeah. Um, look, I, I hate to interrupt, but I... Yannick! How loud are you shouting? Do you just go for it? Yeah. <laughs> so you yell, and the guard's sort of like... Ah. And he turns, and the men sort of all shovels and things, they all turn as they hear the voice sort of shouting over the edge of the cemetery. And you can see Yannick turn and kind of look and kind of squint. And you can see him sort of motion to a couple of the other guys. Sorry. And he starts to make his way over to you. He's walking, sort of. And he, the guards kind of, one of the guards goes down a little ways to meet Yannick, and he, I told her that she couldn't go in the game. And Yannick goes, Safira, what can I do for you? Um, look, I was wondering if I couldn't ask a favor. I know it's genuinely the most horrible time it could be, but if you knew of a maybe discreet place where we could sleep tonight. Um, you were hoping to stay, and he looks back around, to stay here. Um, you know, I requested the city watch because I was worried that the dead would rise. Right, well, the dead have risen before, and we've been there, and we buried it. I'm not sure that that's an excellent plan of action. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure either. Um, I'm not trying to turn you away, you see. I, I know. Just... Uh, 
Do you, you no longer have a room where you were staying? Not so much that we no longer have a room, but we're no longer sure if it's safe. Oh. Um. Uh, well, um, I know Teo across the way. He's <laughs> nice enough gentleman. Right. Right. Cheers. All right. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> Are you turning him off? I don't want to do. I don't want to make him want to say. Um. Are you turning and walking? You're I, look, if there's, I know it's a strange request. If there's any way, I'm concerned for your safety. You see that, that it's not a matter of um, wanting to let you stay. Right. Right. I feel it would seem disingenuous to Skens after telling him to set out City Watch to not let anyone enter. Well, not anyone. Well, no, I, I know that. I'm not saying it's you specifically. Okay, I'm gonna walk away. I can't. I quit. <laughs> How far back? Uh, you're not there yet. I mean, you're still walking there. She had a little bit because you guys had to veer off and then yeah. so she had a head start. <laughs> really doing it here. And as you're sort of turning around, the guards sort of, please don't do that again. <laughs> oh my god. Any kind of Do I see them coming up yet? Not yet. Okay. Are you doing anything yet, or are you going to wait for them to arrive? <laughs> you know, check your buddy tail? I, I mean, I'm kind of embarrassed, so I'm going to walk a little away from the guards so I'm not just standing there, like, uh, making them nervous. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, we'll go back to the end for a second. Before we're okay, great. So yeah, Orba just tears off, like, the bottom of the letter and just keeps a portion of it. Okay, I believe I'm ready for a seal. Ah, of course. He sort of takes it out. He's got the equipment there. He's got some wax. He's got... Great. Would Orba have ever done this before? You kind of heat the... She, she would have sealed okay. it. Or, yeah, as a... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, wonderful. So I, I'll seal it up. Um, uh, great, so I'll hand that to him. And then I'll go... Um, Are you handing him the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I should probably <laughs> do that. Um, he sort of puts it in a little thing under his lectern there. Thank you, I appreciate your help. Uh, I may need to ask one more favor. Who is that man? And I point <laughs> to the robed. You point over to the, the, the yes. Um, that's um, and he sort of says it quietly to you. That's Mr. Denholm. Oh, oh yeah, I heard about his yes, house. Yes, his house burned down. Is he staying here? Uh, I believe the city has put him up with a room. Yes, they they paid for the. Oh, night. that's very nice of them. It's a shame. Yes. To lose your home. I, I would think so, yes. Okay, thank you. Of course. Um, can I then go up to the kitchen area? Sure. Excuse me. Yes? Do you have any cheese? I do, yes. How much cheese would you like? <laughs> How much is enough for one person? Um, how hungry is the person? Let's say hungry. Oh, I can, I can, I've got a wheel. I can get a nice chunk of cheese for you. That'd be lovely. How much would that be? Sure, um, silver. Great, I will take that. He gives. He sort of yes, takes a big yes. knife and sort of slowly pushes it through the cheese in two parts. You know what? I'll take two. Oh. And he sort of makes another big slice. Okay. He takes the two big chunks of cheese. Yes, so. <laughs> uh, I'll take a, like a. Is there like a napkin or a towel or anything that? There is. There's plates. That's but, okay. Uh, uh, oh, okay, I'll put one on a plate. Sure. Um, thank you very much, and I give him the silver. Uh, can I walk over to Mr. Denholm? You can. Oh. Great. Um, excuse me, sir, but it looks like you might be having a rough day, and I find that 
days always become a little easier with a little treat. And I just put it on his uh, table. Have a good night. Are you walking away? Yeah, like slowly turn around. <laughs> yeah. Zara takes it and he takes a little piece and he kind of. <laughs> Perhaps you noticed all the fuss in the sun today. It was um, my house that burned down. Oh. The city has seen fit to provide me with a room here at Lakeside. So I am appropriately drowning my sorrows in this pathetic excuse for accommodations. Oh. And he sort of takes another big swig. Thank you for the cheese. You're welcome. Well, um, Would you like a cup of wine? Oh, um, just a sip. I actually have a friend waiting outside, but... I've never had one. I've only had ale, so... He sort of grabs a cup off of someone else's table and sort of... Thank you. An act of arson, I'm told. A director has apprehended the suspect and will be questioning him. I should be getting a full report sometime tomorrow. What is the punishment for arson in a city like this? Depends on what his motivations were, I suppose. Do you have any theories? When I saw him as the guards were taking him away, not someone I recognized, and I have no idea why someone would be targeting me. I have no political aspirations, enemies, notions of grandeur whatsoever. I am but a simple artist. Oh. But then, the, art- uh, the arson was a halfling, and they are ungrateful little shits. Hold a grudge over the most insignificant of acts. So perhaps I bumped him once in the thoroughfare, stiffed him a tip. Hmm. I see. You know, I do find that in moments where you feel like you've lost everything, you become a better person. So I can only hope that happens for you. And I'll chug my wine, and I'll stand up, and I'll leave. Good night. Good night. Sure. You have the racist yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> 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 um, Door the end Woof. Um, okay, so I start walking and I'll just. I, I, I'll assume that Erlene will find me. I'll just start heading north. She starts to walk. Are you. Home? I see her leave. Yeah, you see her leave. Yeah. You've been watching the door. Yeah. He's like. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, fine. <laughs> it was getting pretty close. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so yeah, I just. Oh, and uh, I have my cheese. Yeah, you got a big one. Uh, I, 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 I sort of come out from hiding. No, I'll make sure no one's following her first. Make a perception check. Um, 16. 16. It, it, so far, it, uh, you, you keep a little back and forth watch so far. It doesn't seem like anyone has been like following her or alerted to her presence in any way. Okay, then I'm going to sort of like gradually catch up to her until I'm walking next to her. You do so. Okay. <laughs> Take a little bite. <laughs> There's been a change of plans. What's that? I'm gonna hand the note oh. from Jillian to Erland as I continue eating my cheese because I'm just too tired to talk. <laughs> it seems like she prefers to meet us outside of the city as well, so that it, that saves us giving her an explanation as to why we are on the run. Well, that's excellent news. Yes, I thought so as well, hence the cheese. Sleeping on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little bit. These um, two are like down the street. <laughs> uh, to the cemetery? Yeah, to Asworth. Well, as to, to, yeah, to okay. the cemetery, to, yeah. Um, as we're walking, um, oh. 
Uh, you're staying on with us then? Mm-hmm. Yes, apparently my skills are impressive enough to keep me on, but I feel like it was quite close. How do you mean? Uh, I feel like I must get a little better. I don't think I'm quite skilled enough. Did you have to... No one's around, right? The cities are pretty empty. Um, You're very close to each other. You can talk on a blow. Did you... What did you have to divulge to Jillian? Uh, Well, she knows about me. What? She knows that I came from where I came from. And she didn't seem perturbed by that in any way. Does she know there's a bounty? Yes, she is very aware. The only way that... Oh, well, okay. And <laughs> she like puts down her cheese for a second. Where are you guys walking to? The cemetery. cemetery. You're headed up. Right? You're, are, are you getting the horse first? The remaining one? Oh, I thought. Oh, oh. that's for Jillian. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I, I did promise that I would bring all four horses okay. this time. Um, you so, could have. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're you're, you're Earl's holding so it we'll behind. We'll have yeah, to. So yes. That's okay. Great. 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 Okay. <laughs> Got a horse. <laughs> um. So, the uh the the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that I have to do, and this is obviously only if you are okay with it, but um, there's obviously Jillian likes leverage, correct? We both know this. Erlen stops walking. <laughs> Erlen, it's going to be fine, and she like gives him a tongue to keep walking. There's... He doesn't keep moving. Jillian enjoys leverage. There's nothing that she has on me. All that she knows, I have, and I like quickly let the ring poke out of the bag. Okay. Um, do I? A light shine. <laughs> do I recognize it? Does it look like anything to me? Doesn't look like anything to recognize. Okay. It looks expensive, but other yeah. than that. You know that there were items associated with these. Yes, I heard of. Yes. Yes, this one is mine. This is the silver ring. Sapphire ring. Sapphire. It's, it's, it is a silver ring, but it has a sapphire, yes. This one is mine, and the only way she was allowing me to stay on was if I allowed somebody else to hold on to it as collateral for my tasks. Sounds like Jillian. Yes, and I didn't want her to have it for obvious reasons, because I do not know her and I do not trust her, so she elected you. <laughs> so... It's going to be magically bound to you if you uh, are a willing participant. If you are not, I do not know if I will be able to stay on. I need you to tell me exactly what this is. It's a ring. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> it has a lovely bit of sapphire in it. Yes, what is it? It's a ring. Why did you steal it? I'm not going to get something magically bound to me without knowing what it is, without knowing if it's cursed, without knowing who wants it. If I walk around with a stolen ring and someone sees me with it... You could put it on your toe. She said you could put it on your toe. Would that... Um, oh, look. Uh, would that affect any acrobatics, any movements? It's a big old ring. It might be slightly uncomfortable in your boots. But, yeah. uh, I don't want attract. people to be seeing this ring as much as you are, so... Alright, so even if I bind it to my toe... Yes. I still need to know what it is. I like... You know this more than anyone. Mm-hmm. I don't like not knowing things, and I especially don't like not knowing things when they affect me. 
Yes, and you know of all people, I don't like lying. So don't make me lie to you, Erland. Then don't lie to me. If I'm going to wear this, if I'm going to literally bear this burden, I think I des- I actually do deserve to know what this is, who's after it, and where or how I might be in danger having it. Unless you'd like to pry it off of my dead foot. Gross. Um... Because I encounter whoever wanted it in some sort of sauna or bath. I don't know. Right, right, right. Um, well, it's just, it's as simple as it's a ring that I stole from one of the instructors. At the halls? Mm Mm-hmm. Which instructor? One that wasn't very nice to me. Which instructor? I actually might have to look at my notes really quickly. Can I look at my notes really quick? Sure. Okay, great. Can You're we looking for the name? No. Oh. Well, okay. Oh. Can we go somewhere else? Oh. Great. Yeah. Thanks. We will go over to Graven and Bazaar now exiting the northern gates. And you see Saphir kind of walking back and forth along the path, kind of thinking to herself. Saphira? Yeah. You didn't get in? No. <laughs> Why is that? Are you alright? No, I, 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 look, obviously this is a terrible night to leave the graveyard, the, 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 have the city watch here, he doesn't want us to stay, he doesn't want us to stay, he's worried about it, he's worried that Skens is gonna be... Funny, he's I believe worried. I said that they'd be digging up the ground and all the guards would be there, that would be a bad choice to stay at the graveyard, but I was voted against and so, here we are. <laughs> Not inside the graveyard. Okay, congratulations. Yes, fantastic. So don't no, need I'm... to be congratulated. I just, <laughs> I'm just saying. Congratulated. Did he have? And you can ask this guy. You can see some of the guards kind of like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Does did he have any advice as to somewhere we might stay? I asked him. He said I, he seemed confused as to why we were looking for someone to stay at all. Well, it doesn't matter why, but d- I don't. I, I asked him. I asked him several times. He was kind about rejecting me several times, but I asked him. I don't think it's a, the answer is going to be yes. If someone else asks, although you're welcome to try. Let me just speak to him for a moment. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go to one of the guards. Sure. Uh, He's standing there. Uh, okay. I'm going to walk with him. Uh, okay. I can't let you in. Yes, we know. Um, All right, then don't come in. So, <laughs> just... I know Yannick personally. Can I just please... I'm sure you do. Like we told the other lady. I don't need to go in. Can you come to the barrier? I'm kind of like behind them going, I'm so sorry. Do I see Yannick? Again, yes, in the distance, yeah. Pardon me, cover your ear. No, don't do that. (laughs) Please, don't. I'm sorry. You're making our job very difficult. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. I understand why you're here. I know you're here. Yes, that's good. I'm going to shout. Yannick! And again, the heads turn. <laughs> and this time seeing you. And I'll Yannick, wave as well. And at this point, Yannick is like holding a shovel and he's sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes his way over slowly. And now the guards have kind of like converged on you guys a little bit. Why'd you do that? <laughs> There's no other way, sir. Just give us a moment. <laughs> and Yannick makes. Good evening, Yannick. Sorry for the disruption. No, no, it's it's quite all right. Um, I already spoke to Severa. I know. We know. Okay. Kind of. I mean, the guards are like right, right they're, here. They're close. Yeah, I mean, yes. Yannick. Could I speak to you privately, Chief? Just a minute. 
on. He, the guards are going to stay, but he gets yeah. he starts to come up the little like ramp yeah. there, and he Even steps he... onto the main path. Yeah, yeah path. Okay. I'm with them. Yeah. Okay. Is there a problem? Some kind of emergency? We just we had a run in tonight, south of the city. We don't know if we're being watched or followed. At the tackle shack. Yes. 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 Some kind of problem. We. We, We're not we don't, sure honestly, we don't know, but... You told this to Skins. Yes. It's needless what? to say, we are just not sure that staying at the Inn tonight is the safest place, and we may foolishly thought that this was better. Some any, of us. Any advice? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any advice as to somewhere we might be able to stay? I believe I told Severe you could ask Teo across the way. An animal trainer, he has a barn. Teo. Failing that, you could go over to the scale house. They have rooms as well. He's a trustworthy man, this Teo. Uh, I've known him for a number of years. He's lived across the way for some time. Well. Again, or the scale house has rooms. I think Gwendolyn's may have a few available to rent. We don't have much coin to offer. I can try. And I'd rather not have our name tagged in any ledgers. I can try, Teo. He does, in a kind of way, owe me his life, so... He what? He He owes you his life. Saved him, kind of. I mean, I may have gotten us into the. But I saved him. Let's talk about this in a minute. Thank you. Said his name before. She didn't seem to think that she recognized the name. I know. I was just. I was preferring to not maybe. She has been hurt pretty badly in our last battle. Thank you, We obviously have things to talk about. Are are you feeling all right? She was. She was knocked unconscious when we were battling earlier tonight. At the Takahas. It was that bad. It was quite disturbing, but... We need a good rest, and we need it to be somewhere safe. If you think this Teo can... I understand. I feel personally responsible that you were down there in the first place. No, don't worry. Absolutely nothing to do. But your suggestions are valuable. Thank you so much. Well, if if Teo doesn't have a place to stay, I can try and pay for a room at the scale house if you can all share a room. No. Thank you. If it comes to that, that, thank you. Appreciate it. Alright. Good I'm luck tonight. Not to disturb you anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Good luck to you and your men. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Good night. He turns and begins to walk away again. Severe. And the guards again sort of spread yeah. out and take their pose. We take like a couple steps back. Sphere. Look, I just don't. Okay, do you. Tr- I... Do you think. I don't know this man. This animal handler can. Can house us for the night. I think we should ask. And I can I kind of like. Well, let's start. wait for let's wait for the other two to join us. We we can't just Leave. wander they to a second know. location. They won't know I'm, where we are. We're gonna okay. wait right here. Just wait for a moment. We'll head back over to the city streets. <sighs> oh my God! Who did you steal this ring from? <laughs> His name was Master Michal. <laughs> Do I recognize that name? Uh, no. Michelle Al? Michelle Al. M-I-S-H-A apostrophe A-L. And who is this Master Michelle Al? He's one of the instructors. He was not nice to me when I was a scribe, so I stole a ring. Which, de- which department was he in? Actually. Are you telling him for Yeah, for like I actually would He was an evocation professor. Evocation. 
And why did you, st- you just stow this ring from him? It's a, it's a truly, is it magical? Is it a trinket? Quite honestly, I haven't cast any kind of identification. I would only be able to detect if it was magic. I'm not sure if Graven's able to identify things. Obviously, I have not taken it to any kind of shop to get it identified, because hello. <laughs> well, can I... Can I have it then? No. I thought it was getting bound to me. It is, but not. you're not getting it until it absolutely has to be bound to you, Erwin. I'm sorry. I trust you, but this is, this is mine. Does it seem like she's telling the truth about Master Misha I'll be in the actual original room? It's definitely me. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. You have no... There's no indication that she's lying that you can pick up on. And this is why you escaped. You stole this rig and escaped? Arlon, this is I, not the conversation I, that we are having right I, now. Tell me... You don't need to tell me anything more than really what I'm getting myself into. Who I need to be afraid of, who I need to be wary of. Honestly, the only people who would probably be able to identify the ring as Michal's is, is anybody who is at the Halls of Transmutation right now. And you know, of all people, that those people don't leave that island unless, you know, they're no longer accepted there. So, that is all. All right. We can try and find out if there's any kind of danger to it, but quite honestly, you would have to attune to it anyways, and I believe... Can you attune to something before it's been identified? Uh, when you attune to it, you are you become aware of its properties. Oh, okay. So if you wanted to, you oh, could shit. attune... If it is magical, you could attune to it. Um, I would have no idea what it does, but that's that. Don't leave me with much choice. I suppose I'm getting a fancy new toe ring. <laughs> oh my God. I am no, more than happy to ask either the Goliath or Sophia. No, I will wear it. <laughs> well, it's playing hard to get. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> gonna start walking with that again. Despite my tone, I do appreciate it. I'm just not quite ready to talk about it. I feel like I've said this before, I don't... I understand the privacy, I don't... And we're moving towards the... I understand the privacy, I I don't... Need to know everything about you, I have no interest in babying you. It's when things become a detriment or a threat to me that I need to be made aware. This item should be no threat to you. Alright. Orbit eats her cheese. Continue to walk. Yeah. You make your way up to the north end of town, and you can see, as you're sort of just starting to exit, a number of horses, Graven, Bazaar, Saphir, all standing sort of on the ridge there close to the graveyard. Friends? What's going on? Yeah, so it's not a good time for Yannick. Uh, Yannick said that they're a little bit busy tonight. But um, we have an alternative plan, which is I um, am acquainted with the animal trainer. Oh, Taya! Yes. Uh, so? Yannick suggested we ask him if he can stay in his barn tonight. Well, you're more than welcome to. It seems only fair that I share with you the note that Jillian left me, because this seems rather serendipitous. What is it? Oh. It says that we are meeting her outside of the city. So now we don't have to tell her why we need to be meeting outside of the city, because we have been ordered to meet her outside of the city. And she suggested Taya. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
She Wait. suggested to meet on. She's not suggesting you spend uh, the night yes. there. That's not what the note says. She's suggesting that small we meet in the morning there. Use. Well, it would certainly be convenient to meet in the morning there if we stayed the night. So, and apparently he. Can I see that, Griffin? Um, I'd like to pull out the letter ah. that Jillian gave to me when we first uh, got to Mukmu. Mm-hmm. I'd like to compare the handwriting to make sure it's the same. It looks the same. Good idea. Nice job. <laughs> it's like really poor. <laughs> yeah. So, should we make our way over to his establishment? Um, yeah, I think maybe. Would you like to make the first approach sure. or somebody else? Uh, yeah. Let's hope this one goes a bit better than with Yannick. Did the Excuse Yannick... me? It went, what? No. No, relax, Erland. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yannick fine. said, as I. Proposed originally that it is not a good time for us to stay at the graveyard because they are digging up the miasma and the gods are all around. So no, we cannot stay there tonight. And if we want to stay off of Skent's radars, we should right inside with his with his guard around it is not the best place. And if Teo does not want us to stay there, Yannick proposed that he put his name in for us at the um, other scalehouse. Okay, we did not upset Yannick, though? No, not at all. I would like to ask him if we could actually take one of his, um... What were those little instruments you guys were using as we approached the cemetery the other night? They exploded, there was lights. The light, The Pestifer light. Pestifer? We should ask him if we could maybe take one or two. That's... Perhaps in the morning when he's a bit less... Yeah, okay. The gods don't really like us very much. Sure, that sounds right. Okay, great. On so, to Teos. Sophia, would you like to lead the way? I'm going to start walking towards Teos. Great, so he's got that sort of large fenced-in portion of his property, and there's like sort of a big sort of fence that has a latch. It's not locked, but you sort of open it, and it opens and makes sort of a creaking noise as you pass through. And there's, so there's that main, there's like a sort of main structure, but then larger than that is that barn, which he led you into that the wolf was in originally. So there's that structure, the barn, and then you can see far to the right, now that you've read the note, there is like a little, what looks to be a storage shed or shack that's like, you know, maybe 7,500 feet to your right, sort of on the far end of the property. And so you make your way to, there you can see the flickering light in the main portion of the structure where he might be staying. You make your way there, and that's where we're going to take a break. Oh, God. Before we revisit <laughs> I want to know she's keeping in that shot. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a quick Good dinner God. break, and oh, uh, we'll be back. We'll jump back into it. Right. Back oh. in Mukmu, back out of Mukmu, just like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Uh, the right. lakeside in, we hardly know you. I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Press go. So sad. I'll never sleep on a fluffy bed again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not for a while. Um, great, so we'll jump back in after the break. Thank you guys right. for coming, and we'll, we'll see you when you get back. Tabletop Notch is made possible through the support of fellow adventurers like you. Consider subscribing to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash tabletopnotch. The amazing thing is you can do this for free if you have an Amazon Prime account. You may also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Tabletop Notch for updates, announcements, and really funny stuff. If you miss an episode, venture to our YouTube channel for recaps of previous chapters. But that's enough of that. Back to our story. Welcome back. We're back from the break. Back, ready to dive back into it. Is everybody ready? Everybody, uh, 
no. Not at all. Did I already say hello to Mr. Taylor? Hi. Can we stay at your house? Um, do you mind? Is the hay fluffy? No. Okay. So we return to the yard. You guys have walked, sort of traversed most of the yard after entering through the gates. And who's holding the horses at this point? Graven's got a couple of them. I had two. Alright, I won't be holding one then. So, Saphira approaches the door. The light inside is flickering. Okay, so I see, seeing that the light is on, I'm gonna, uh, like a gentle knock. Sure. And you hear sort of a little. Sounds like someone gets up, walks over. They sort of hear a slow click, and it kind of opens slowly, so just a little slit opens, and he sort of peeks out, and you see the face of Taylor. And he sees you and kind of opens the door. <laughs> hey. Hey. Um... And then he looks behind you and sees the rest. There's just something going on here. No, I actually had a question for you. Um, that'd be some gold in it for you. I'm sure we'd be happy to help you, offer you some compensation, but um, if we could maybe stay the night? planning on that, but sure. You want... Well, five of you want to stay the night? A bit of a strange request. All, all right. Yeah. Uh, cheers, thank you. Do we hear that? Are we... We're, yeah, we're back on the a road. Little, a few steps yeah. back. You can see them definitely on the okay. Okay. Look, look, we shouldn't be any... Trouble. Um, I'm sure we can just crash on the floor. Yeah, I don't have a number of beds or anything. Yeah, that's all right. We weren't expecting beds. Um, sure. Yeah. All right. Um, you're right. Um. Uh, <laughs> yes. Sort of an old request in the middle of the night. Um. Well, we're, we're leaving the city early in the morning, I think, and um, you're close to um, where we'll be leaving from. And you seem to think for a moment, and sort of a look of realization washes over a little bit. You're meeting someone here, yeah? Yeah, as a matter of fact. Ah. All right, yeah. Opens the door. Um, uh, is there a place to kind of by maybe tie them? There's a number of posts barn. and things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's certainly the barn and stuff. Wait. Do you want hey, some cheese? We good? <laughs> I'm alright, thanks. Two. Arba. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm really sorry. Uh, Teo, these are um, some of my traveling companions. Uh, we've got Graven, Bazara, or Jamie. Do I recognize him? Make a perception check. So, looking as at him as you sort of enter through the doorway, his horns are the same sort of antler style that you saw with the man talking to the Lemonade Man. But there's something different about him that you can't quite put your finger on. And you have this impression that despite the similarities, sort of the similar physique, body structure, antlers, that's not the same person. But that the two people... Looked very similar. Hmm. Okay. 
That's all you're able to sort of discern. Um, can you? Uh, when I saw that guy in the alleyway, he had a bow on him, right? Yeah, slung over his back. Does uh, Does Teo have a bow on him in this particular moment? He does not. He looks like he's. I mean, he's dressed down. He has sort of a loose pair of cool, pants cool. and a. Cool. Was that all that he had? That was. Oh, he, oh, he was. He's in a different. He's in different like clothes now. He's not. In yeah, he's in like working. Yeah, or he's in. Yes. Okay, good, 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 good to know. Yeah, and he doesn't have any like weapons on him because he's in his home. Good to know. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> Two. Jamie. Right. Um, I told Safira, but it's only just the one bed, so you have to sleep on the floor. That's all right. We it's have fine. bed rolls. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Yes, it's very kind of you. Yeah, me and uh, Safira we sort of met earlier yesterday or whatever. I may have lost him after his work. Yeah, it was a sort of. Misunderstanding, I think. <clears throat> sure. Okay. Well, tie up the horse to a post. Yeah. Yeah, I figured I did that when I got there. Um, yeah, he's like allowed you in. Oh, we're in. It's, okay. Yeah, it's sort of this. I mean, it has. It's just. It looks like it's just two rooms. It looks like there is a room off that looks like it might have a small little kitchen area and this sort of main room. It has the bed in it with. You know, there's is a second sort of. Not a full couch, sort of a large chair. There's a, uh, an animal fur rug on the ground. You see a number of things on the walls and things that look like uh, sort of ropes, leashes, leads. I mean, a number of supplies that for an animal trainer. Do I see a bow anywhere on the wall? There's multiple bows, yeah. <laughs> Do I see any bows that seem recognizable to the one that I saw in that alleyway? It, it, you take a look at them and there isn't anything about them. There wasn't like a feather or anything that, like, that you'd be like, that was definitely the same. Yeah. Um, so there's not like a bedroom and a main room. It's really just kind there's of... There's a kitchen area off this main area. Okay. He lives by himself. Um, well, forgive us for intruding so late at night, but we, we do need to rest as soon as possible, so... I mean, it seems important, so... Do you, you live by yourself in town? Yeah. No family in town? Some family? Yeah, yeah. I told Safira I look after my niece sometimes. She likes to play with the wolves. I, I train wolves' dogs. Did you get a chance to uh, tell her the story? <laughs> no, I haven't seen her yet. <laughs> I'm sure she'll enjoy it. I'm sure she will. So then you have a, a brother or sister then as well in town? Yeah, I, uh, I have a brother, yeah. You, it's a sensitive subject. You seem to sort of be moved by that a little bit. Uh, Look, I don't think we entered the man's home to... I'm not interrogating. I'm just curious. It's alright. It's not a secret that I look after my niece often. So my brother's unreliable. Sorry to hear that. It's alright. I'm going to start getting my bedroll Me out too. and like... <laughs> well, thank up. you for the yeah, happiness same. for the night. Yeah, of course. Um, I take it... You're the ones uh, borrowing my shed in the morning. Yep. Indeed. Seems like you've uh, <clears throat> got quite a trip ahead of you. I saw someone carrying a number of saddlebags into the shed earlier today. Headed anywhere interesting, or is that not any of my business? Just kind of preparing for anything, really. You go back with... Jillian, perhaps? No. Someone introduced us to each other. She was looking for somewhere to uh, 
have a little meeting that wasn't inside the city itself. Hmm. Who made the introduction? Friend of mine. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you for your assistance. Yeah. I'll leave you to it. Good night. Yeah. Good night. And he sort of goes into the kitchen a little bit to give you a little <coughs> bit of privacy as you're sort of getting your stuff together and laying out the beds. Erland, do you mind not trying to make them in? He's nice Wonders. enough to let us use his shed and sleep in his home. I'd just like to know a little bit about who we're trusting. To be fair, Jillian does seem to trust him as well. I didn't give him the third degree or anything. Let's just... I'll stay up first. We should still keep a watch. I'll be up first. Um, I would like to be looking around the room for (laughs) really anything that, um... Peaky holes. uh, About the brother, or anything that might make the room unsafe, but also specifically, like, any identifying clothes that I saw the guy in the alleyway wearing, or any, like, pictures of a brother, anything like that. Make an investigation check. I don't like this. I'm telling you. There we go. go. Uh, 21. So you, (laughs) with him, as soon as he sort of ducks into the kitchen area, you immediately sort of start to take a little around. And the place is pretty, it's not overly furnished with a number of things. There are no portraits or paintings or anything to that effect. You see hanging on like a rack in the corner a, a leather suit of armor that again looks similar to the one you saw. It's, it, there's nothing about it that pinpoints that it for sure is that. It looks very similar. It seems like they own a number of things that, yeah, presuming that that's you know who you might have seen, that they own things that look alike, but nothing about it that that is what you're looking for that's like something to identify the same thing in both Yeah, places. nothing nothing about that. No, like, sketches of the brother, or, there like... There are no pictures or notes anywhere. Or okay. <laughs> he has a small little, like, uh, side table next to his bed that has a couple drawers. Are you going through that? How far away is it? Not far. I mean, it would, it would presumably make, like, a little sh- noise. I mean... Not yet. <laughs> Ugh, God damn it, hell. <laughs> Berlin sort of clocks the... <laughs> The side table. Uh, See you later. I'm, watch, I'm watching. I'm watching. I'm just. I'm looking around. I'm looking around at everything. Sarah Lincoln. Monk. <laughs> Hands uh, off, monk. Uh, <laughs> putting my bed roll out. <laughs> this is how you do it. <laughs> I'm just putting out, shaking my head. Like, Are we not uh, supposed to? Are we not sleeping in the shed? I no. think the shed is... We're sleeping in the barn. Does that seem well, safe to you? Well, isn't, uh, isn't Are that we sleeping what in the barn? No, isn't that what you're necessarily saying? Presumably staying no, in here. You're not in, in the, the barn. Ha- you're oh, in his in sort We're of house We're meeting at yeah. the shed. I believe Jillian is currently using it as some kind of storage, so there could be... I a, think there's probably could more be full. room to sleep here than there is in the shed. I just I just want to know what Jillian's plan was. It, Jillian it had things put in the shed for tomorrow. There's a shed, a barn, and a house. Yes. yes. The house and the barn are basically next to each other, right. and then the shed is like at the end of the property. Our plan did not involve us sleeping here. Oh. No. That is our plan. No, it didn't. I think we should just lay down the bedrolls, as Craven and I have started to do, and <laughs> rest. What time is it? Uh, late. Past midnight, 12, 12, 15, 12, 30. What did she say to meet up? We need to uh, meet up at 9 o'clock. She said before 11. The next day, okay, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm uh, fading. I think we need to... As I said, first okay. watch. Final watch for you, Safira. Okay. I'll take a second watch then. 
I already said that, but I guess oh, I'll, sorry, take I'll, take I'll take that. No, I'll take that. Sorry, I'll take that. At this point, the tail kind of comes back up. So, anybody want anything to eat before I sort of pack up for the evening? I can come and help you. No, I'm, it's all right. I'm just, I have some spare nuts and dried meats and things. I have my oh. cheese, thank you. Oh, um, just take a little something. It's very generous, yes. Yeah, so he has kind of a little bowl of like mixed, like he's got some like nuts yeah. and things. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. One Thank of you, you can take the bed if you like, I'll sleep in the barn. Mm. No, 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 you keep your bed, we'll find we'll, we'll be fine, it's, you know, we've got bed balls. Bizarre, like, thinks about it for a second. <laughs> <laughs> that one thing, yeah. in the bed. Uh, it doesn't look that comfortable. <laughs> yeah. I, I, would, you. I would actually love the bed, that sounds lovely. Thank you. Uh, England, no, this no, 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 is already no. doing so much. right, seriously. Yeah. No, he mind. seems he offered. No. I'm not overstepping a Am I overstepping any bounds? No, I've got a pelt in the barn. I appreciate Sorry. that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, of course. Okay, Jamie. Enjoy your bed. Thank you. Look at I mean, I don't know Sophia well, but it's not really much in here worth stealing anyway, so it's all right. <laughs> I'm going to steal. <laughs> no, I'm, your friends seemed a little on edge. I'm not worried about it. <sighs> Well, thank you for your hospitality. Yeah, of course. It's been a long day. Thank you. All right, well, um, let me know if you need anything. Thank, thank you. you. Have a good rest. Night, Sophia. Close the door. Oh. I wanted him to stay here so we could keep an eye on him. What's this so important about sleeping in his bed? Do you want to keep an eye? Why? Can I just... Why are we distrustful? Of every person that we... There's, it's not statistically possible for everyone to be out to get us. Do you understand that? It's not statistically realistic. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... Are no, you going to stop that? So the other way. <laughs> we understand you know him on another level, but we don't know who this man is, so... so. You know him on another level. Is there a window? Well, she knows him. I know There's him biblically. Windows. I don't know him that well. What do you oh. mean? Because she's it's able fine. to see the light flicker. Let's you rest you while Graven gives watch. No? As he leaves, can I go to the window and just see if he's going to the barn? Yeah. You take a peek, it looks like he's head in that direction. I'm laying yeah. down taking a rest before I have sure. to watch. Definitely. Uh, can I just, like, lean over to Graven really quickly as he's, like... Well, it's your first well, watch. first right? watch, yeah, but... I'll hey, keep my eyes open. Hey, friend. Friend. Yes. What? Can you identify things? Not right now. But it is, it is, it is, it's in your wheelhouse? It is in, within my power, but I would have to... It's not going to happen tonight. It's not going to happen tonight, definitely. Okay. But it's good to know. Okay. Hey, I looked into um, what you had requested. Uh, not with Jillian, but just with my general knowledge. There's options. Would you like to hear them? Yes, please. With we're all just yeah. sitting here. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm like oh, just oh, starting oh, to close oh, my eyes. Yeah, I think we're being Bizarre is just I mean, this room is small. Hears, yeah. Then she hears like, yeah. there's options, and she like opens up. She's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Good night. Good night. So Graven's keeping yeah. a watch kind of? Um, yeah. In your bag. You're kind of in your bag yeah, up against the wall. Anybody else? Get into bed. Oh, yeah, Can I attune to something during the long rest? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take out the mask. Okay. <laughs> You're nuts. You are nuts. 
She's reckless. She is reckless. You see Orba, she sort of rustles a little bit. She goes and faces like a corner of the wall. And she kind of takes something out. And she starts to sort of run her fingers over the edges of it. I can see that, right? Yeah. Are you trying to hide it? No. Okay, then yeah. Orba. Are you sure that's the best idea? After today, yes. I'm not going to watch one of my friends get killed and know that there was something else I could have done. It's a very dangerous piece. Yes, well, that's why I have you next to me in battle, yes? Can I yes. do two things at once? Or, like, if I take, if I take like, a middle watch? Uh, yeah. We'll yeah? Say, yeah? Yeah. I'm gonna try to attune to the Sending Stone. Okay. I don't know what it'll... I don't know what I'll discover from it because I don't know enough about it, but... And it's already run out, too, right? Right, but you can, like, recharge it, but I don't know how, but either way, I would like to... Um, When you attune to it, I believe you pick a a word? Yes. That triggers its effect. Yes. Isn't that... (laughs) What is the word, just so I know? Oh, can I have, like, two seconds to think about it? Okay, great. Um, And... We talked about this mask. Like, I know what this mask does to you. Yes. Isn't this a dangerous piece even when you're not using it? Yes. All right. If you feel confident. I believe it is necessary. I'm trying to take proper precautions. Be careful. Keep an eye on you. Are you? Um, and now these, they're asleep. They're... Yeah. I mean, they're drifting off to sleep. <laughs> so Orba's yeah. attuning to the mask? We'll talk later. <laughs> so Orba yeah. starts to attune to the mask, and as you do so, sort of knowing that this is coming, you start to hear sort of... Whispers in your head. As you sort of hold it, and the closer it gets to your face, ah, yes, 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 and then as you pull it away, ah, yes, 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 it gets quiet again. And you continue to sort of look and run your fingers over the inscriptions on the outside, and over the little nose plate on the front, and go about it. And you can feel sort of the curse almost seep into you, like sort of almost breathing in a heavy fog as it kind of fills your lungs a little bit. And then you put the mask down for a moment, and the whispers remain. And then get, get to a quiet. Graven's on watch. You attune to the other item as well. Okay. Do you know the word that you want to use, or you need a second? Um, I, I will need a second. Sure. So Graven takes the first watch. Make a perception check for me. <laughs> <laughs> I see everything. With disadvantage for sleepy Yes. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. Great. Time goes by. And you hear at one point sort of a... And it sounds like the large sort of door of the barn at one point. And that's all you hear. Um, can I kind of get up and see? You can. You would, you would have to leave. You'd have to exit out the door to oh, no. see the entrance We're of the barn. Oh, barn. right, but can I not see the entrance of the barn from the window inside the house? No. Not the entrance window. Can I go to the door and just see if... 
just open the door and look out and see if I open see the that. door. Peek out. Make a perception check as you're looking out. And make it with disadvantage. Start. I don't have light. Yeah. You do not have light vision. Yes! Oh. Okay, uh, 16. Oh, wow! 16. That was good. You see, as you sort of poke your head out, Teo moving quickly across the yard. And he's sort of moving quickly, and you see him at one point sort of reach down quickly. And he picks up, and he has a little wolf in his hands. And he sort of... And he turns, and he sees you at the door. Sorry. One of them got out. Aww. He sort of takes it, and he goes back, and he sort of closes the door. Oh my god. He goes back. Go and sit back down and keep an eye on Arbo again. Who's got second watch here? Uh, so you'd be done with your, your attunements by now. Okay. You wake Bazaar. Bizarre. The time. Yes. One of the dogs got out and Teo went after it. Just keep an ear out. Got it. Everything seemed okay? Yes, he's back in. Just give some rest. Stay there. Do I see Orba that she's still awake? No, Orba's now. <laughs> oh, now she's Oh, was I? What, what were you trying to do? I was just going to say something, but that's it. Uh, you're gonna you're treading on not getting your rest okay. in territory for right. staying awake through this because yeah, his watch was yeah. okay. I don't have to. Yeah, Sorbo was sort of drifted off. Okay. So bizarre. I make a perception. Check. Twelve. Twelve. Nothing catches your eye or ear as you sort of wait. And say, take a look around the interior of the room, and again, nothing really catches your eye. It's standard animal training supplies. I mean, nothing that gives away anything out of the ordinary. And the hours go by. Who's up? It's me. And you go to wake Erlen. Erlen, Jamie. <laughs> yes. See your watch. All right. You can take the bed if you like. Mm. It's okay. I'll stay on the floor. It's feather better than nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Graven had said that um, one of the pups got loose, but Teo got him. So just keep an ear out, just in case. All right. But nothing less, nothing more. Nothing less or nothing more. Exactly. Just right. Make a perception check. Hours kind of go by, nobody stirs, you don't hear anything. Is there anything you're doing during this time? Yeah. Um, I would like to. <laughs> so I already gave a pretty good look at the room. Yeah, I'm so busy. Um, I'd like to go into the kitchen's the only other thing? Yeah, that's all you could see. Yeah, I'd like to just go into the kitchen. Yeah, as you walk in there, yeah, it seems pretty standard, and you couldn't see this from the other room, but it looks like there's like a pantry area too that from here it looks like there's pots and pans. So if I sort of look into that, there's no. Make an investigation, Jack. Um, 11. 11. You take a look through, move around, foodstuffs, grains, oats, things, basic foodstuffs, you don't find anything out of the ordinary. Cool. Um, let's go back into the main room. You said there's two drawers, bedside table? There's a bedside table with two drawers, yeah. Great. I would like to quietly try and open the drawers in the bedside table. Sure. You do so. It's, it's quiet enough that it's not going to wake anybody. Right. You sort of... One of them... You peek in, and it looks like it has like a small spare pillow that's there, oh. nothing, and a blanket. Just a dump. Okay. Close it. You take the next one, and you open it up. 
Uh, and there's like a stack of letters that look like I don't know, 15, 16 letters. And each one, as you kind of flick through, they're very, very similar. And it looks like they're very curt sort of notes asking Teo to look after his niece. Okay. Are they signed by anyone? They are not. The niece's name is Kelsey. It says that on the thing. Kelsey. Cute. And there, there are things like, I'm headed out today. Look after Kelsey for the day. Things, And there's a number of those. There's quite a few of them. All very similar. No, none of them seem particularly out of the ordinary from other ones. Okay, and, and the writing doesn't look familiar to me or anything? It like doesn't? That. Cool. It looks like the writing looks the same on all of them okay, as well. Cool. I'm gonna carefully put those back the way I found them and close up the thing. Um, I'd like to go oh to the front door and I just wanna open it up sure. quietly and look around, make sure it seems like there's no movement outside. See see if the barn door is still closed Take as it was left. Truly terrible. Uh, seven. Everything seems as you left it. Okay, close the door. Mm-hmm. And just <laughs> sit on my bed and finish the watch. Great. Who's up next? Good boy. It's me. <laughs> you go to wake Orbo, make a perception check. Mm. Was there anything you wanted to relight or? Uh, the, the puppy thing that sure. they told me. <laughs> Puppies are bad. Perception. Mm-hmm. Nine. No. Time passes, and again, these dice get burnt. <laughs> again, nothing, no sounds, no sights that are that cause you any kind of concern. Would I be too loud for the people sleeping if I like scuffled my feet across the floor, seeing if there was any like open floorboards, like or... hollow floorboards? Yeah, for like underground spaces. If you, nice. there's probably some of the room you could cover, but if you're doing that like right next to someone sleeping on the floor, they would notice. Okay, I'd like to like. Can I just like avoid them? In gen- sure. I don't know how big. Make the an space investigation is. check. Okay. Guys. Seventeen. Or <laughs> so kind of tiptoes around, and she kind of like. Like taps on the floor, <laughs> moves to another spot. Taps on the floor, moves to another one. Taps on the floor. <laughs> Do I like feel her next to me? No, she yeah. she avoids sort of getting yeah. too close to anybody. You don't. Okay. Um, is Erlen on the bed? Uh, yes. Did you return to the yeah, bed? Yeah, I went to bed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, if, if, as long as he's looking like he's sleeping, Orba's gonna go over to the bed and look at Erland, and she's just gonna go. I'm sorry, I lied to you, Erland. And then I'm gonna. Finish my watch. Was <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah. I was I <laughs> And then I'm gonna. Erlen has a really bad dream after that. <laughs> Finish my watch. You get Severa okay. for the final watch. Mm-hmm. Make a perception check, Severa. Yeah. Oh, Severa, eighteen. <laughs> oh, she's awake. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'd be. <laughs> So you sit, and for a while, you don't hear anything, nothing out of the ordinary, and then you hear oh, Jesus. the gate that you guys came through. The sort of... And at this point, on this last watch, the light has begun to come up a little bit, and you sort of walk over the window, and you peek out, and you catch a sight of Jillian. And she's walking a horse and a number of bags under her arm, and she's sort of working her way over towards the shack on the far end of the property. She doesn't look in your direction or anything. Would I have a sense of kind of like what time it is? Uh, so you were last watched, so it's get it's probably, what's, uh, it's probably like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So is your watch will finish at like nine. Yes, yeah, so this is in the middle of your watch. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, so checking that there's there's not... I mean, other than seeing Jillian, there's nothing that looks like... No, that's all you hear or notice, yeah. Okay, um... So, I'm gonna... Now that Jillian's here, I feel okay. I'm gonna kind of walk outside. Can I walk to the barn? Sure, yeah. Yeah, I just no, want to no. see if Tavis in there. Are you trying not to be heard by Jillian? She's sort of walking as you're opening the door. Yeah, I, I want to wait for her to get oh, okay. to yeah, the, the shack. Okay. So you sort of track her along. She goes all the way over there. It seems like seems there's like a hitching post nearby the shed that she ties the horse up to. It's a sort of sort of red chestnut looking horse. Yeah. And she ties it up and she opens the door to the shack and, or uh, the shed and kind of walks in. And now you can exit. I just want to kind of run into the barn just sure. to see. You can open the barn. It kind of it's hard to open it without making some noise, but it sort of like opens up a little bit. And you poke in, and you can see kind of in the far wall in the cage that Taboo used to be in. The cage is now open, oh. but Teo's kind of like, oh my god, like lying against a haystack in the back area, spooning the hay. <laughs> are there? Are and there, the pup. You gonna take a look around? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are. You walk in, you don't have to, You sort of crunch yeah. along the hay, and it looks like. Three of them are asleep in one sort of area that's sort of, it's fenced off, it's not like locked off, but there's like a short fence there, and then there's another one of those on your right side, so there's like two over here, three over here, and they're all kind of bundled together. Okay. Um... I steal two puppies. Don't make us tell sweet Jesus. Um, like in the mountains. Okay, so since, since he's still asleep, I'm, I'm just going to kind of... Um, Walk back, buck out of the barn, and I, I'm sure Jillian will all run into Jillian on the way back. But just walk back. You don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm telling the story. You surely do not. I'm sure uh, I do. Okay. Is there stuff in the? Since I'm I'm oh, up and this is last question. There's yep. stuff in the kitchen. Can I start making like breakfast yeah. or something? Yeah, you can. Yeah. There's there's like oats. There's a there is like an oven. There's like a little chimney going up. It's small, but there is one that you could start to heat the. Okay. Bowl. And knowing that my friends did not want to. Compensate him. Uh, um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, start making the the oats. You can sort of, you can sort of light, and you start to boil the water to sort of mix the oats together for like a hot bowl of, you know. Oatmeal yeah, and something. then I'm gonna put. Uh, is there like a? There's the bedside drawer. Yes. <laughs> where he has the, he just has a little pillow in there. You don't know that, but yes. Yes, well, I wouldn't. I haven't opened it, but yes. yes. Can I open the drawer and give him uh, five gold to sustain? A silver. A silver. Sequin. Copper. This guy just keeps finding gold in his stuff. Like, I must have forgotten this year. He just leave it on the kitchen counter and he would know. He's like, yeah. I keep finding It's not like a so. secret that we were there. Awesome. No, I know, but I, yeah. Uh, he never opens that drawer. <laughs> he leaves like a lipstick mark on it. <laughs> on the pillow. And with the smell kind of filling the kitchen, you guys begin to rise. Ooh. And uh, long rest, everything resets, you've healed, but now the temporary hit points do go away, but you go to maximum hit points. My word is bugbear. Bugbear. Like we get back... What is that? Half that rounded down of our hit dice. Yep. Half your hit, hit dice rounded down. Yeah, you didn't use any, did you? And you didn't lose any HP. Just staying beast mode all the time. You guys begin to rise. You sort of smell the cooking in the kitchen. Can I walk into the kitchen? Sure. 
Sophia's there. Sophia. 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 You're making breakfast. Um, yeah, I thought I might take a bowl out to Teo, considering that somebody kicked him out of his own bed. I'm still asleep. Mm. I've said it loud, so I'm trying to yeah. wake you up. I, that's what I'm... <laughs> Is there enough for us all? That was the idea, yeah. Alright. Craven, would you like some? Mm. I'm gonna take some craving as well. I'm gonna start kind of like dishing out bowls, and I, I want to have one for that I can take to Teo as well. Sure. I have one over here. All of it? Oats? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Good to see you didn't burn a house down. Jamie? Hearing the rumbling down. Oats. Ah, yes, thank you. You're welcome, Highness. Sort of a awkward, <laughs> tense breakfast being eaten around. And you hear a knock at the door. Do you mind if I come in? Please. Oh, no, of course. This is your house. <laughs> Sora didn't want to interrupt. Sephira took the opportunity to get some oats uh, ready. Yeah. Oh, thanks. There's sugar in the kitchen. You like to sprinkle some up? Oh, thank you. Sure. He sort of gets out of the little thing. He sort of puts it on a little side table. You sleep you okay to. out there? Yeah, it's fine. Spent a couple nights out there. <clears throat> Headed out this morning, I guess, then, yeah? I suppose so. We can't thank you enough. Uh, I've got a little bit of gold I could give you. It's not much, but... It's all right, really. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm being compensated for the shed rental, so it's all right. Right. Got it. You're a part of that, so... Take it as part of that payment. Thank you. Take your time, you know, getting ready and whatnot. And I get the impression that your friend's already out there, but I don't know for sure. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, when we spoke, she said she was going to come very early, before the sunrise, so, or as the sun was rising. Right. Uh, yeah, I can confirm that. She um, headed to the shed, I saw her. She's here, okay. Good. Let's finish up then. Need as early as we can. Mm-hmm. So, the things you were worried about in the night, no, no problems? No. Didn't seem so. No. It was a good rest. It's good. <clears throat> yeah. so. Would anybody like to join me as I visit the Anik this morning before we head out? Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll come with you. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave you to it then. Yes. I can't shake the feeling that we, we've met before. Can we leave? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you go. Um, I don't think. I think the only one I know is Sephira. Is your brother a twin or something? Is there a chance? <laughs> we look alike, yeah. It's not a twin. Maybe that was it. Yeah, well, uh, if you ran into my brother, I imagine it wasn't on the best of circumstances. Why do you say that? He tends to be tied up in, I don't know, whatever's going on in Wokmuth. It was. Frankly, it's a drunk night at a pub. <laughs> that seems unlikely. Really? Yeah. Maybe I was just too drunk then. Maybe I was the one having the drunk night at the pub. Does he not drink? No, he doesn't. Huh. Is there a particular reason for that? Yeah, there is. But story for another time, I think. <sighs> wow. I've made a bit of a fool of myself, haven't I? <laughs> I guess so. Oh, don't worry, he's accustomed to doing that. (laughs) 
drink too much, forget nights. You know how it is. <laughs> when he does drink too much and when he doesn't drink too much, it's all the same, really. Sure. Maybe it's best you uh, get going then. Oh. Right, thank you again for your um, hospitality. Yeah. Yeah, anytime. Start to head out with Sephira. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out with you. Okay. Sorry, I didn't make that clear at all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll close behind you. You guys are outside. Where were you? Were you guys headed? Yeah, we're gonna go yeah, over to Yannick's. Okay. So you guys head over there. And the guards are still stationed out there along the ed, the perimeter, sort of, of where the graveyard, where it dips into the graveyard. And you get the impression that the night passed without any kind of incident. You see most of them sort of stand or sit idly by with bored faces, some of them with tired eyes. A few of them kind of sitting or leaning, you know, various states. It doesn't seem like they were at attention for the whole night or anything like that. And off in the direction of the mortuary, excavation has already begun in now multiple spots. You can see a few holes, maybe about 15 feet in diameter. It's hard to tell how deep they are from here. And there's ropes kind of strung between wooden stakes that are kind of roping off each of these holes that have been dug into the ground. And on these stakes, a couple of them kind of have jury-rigged pestifer lamps like attached to them as possibly in case of emergency, you know, these things. So there's each of these holes, there's probably four holes, and each of them maybe have two lamps kind of at the top of them. And you can see Yannick is, whether or not he didn't go to sleep or got up early, you can't tell. He's sort of making his way between a few of the things. And it looks like you can see a few of the uh, diggers kind of sleeping up against the mortuary. And then a couple others are still out and about, working hard, you know, digging through the night. And um, you see them with their sort of sweat-soaked tunics and sleeveless shirts, carting loads of dirt to a large mound on the far side that's kind of built up near the cemetery. Can we kind of get this Yannick walking in such a way that we could... Again, he's far. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's back. None of the holes are, like, close to the road. They're all... Um, I'll do it. Might we... Well, I'm going to talk to the guard first. Might we, uh... talk with Yannick? You again. <laughs> You're not going to yell, are you? No, I love to do it the right way. (laughs) The right way is you don't go in. Right, but could you please... We just need a moment of his time. (sighs) Well, I don't want to get in trouble, so you're going to have to yell. I got it. Yannick! Sort of yell out. Oh my God. And Yannick sort of hears it, and this time you can see him sort of, he sort of wipes his forehead like a, with a dirty forearm and kind of looks out, and it seems like he's sort of squinting now in the early sunlight. Sort of a lower wave this lower. time, like, yes. What is going on? And he gets to the edge. <sighs> How did you sleep? Well, actually. Very safely, thank you. Doesn't look like you got much. No, no, we uh, worked through the night. Any progress? Yes, we dug a number of holes, and after we've dug a couple more, we're going to get a few further down, and then uh, we're going to perform some tests and see if we can determine which holes are stronger presences of this uh, miasma. It's promising. Yes, we've made quite a bit of progress in just the one night. Good Good to hear. Give Skens a bit of credit on that account, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Good. Um... 
I he looks like he's sort of sweating pretty heavily. He's taken off some of the sort of pieces of armor that are, you know, you saw on him. He was pretty heavily built up before, but now he's stripped a number of them off. Um, you've already been a great help to us, friend. Um, I just have one quick question. Would you be willing to sell me one of your um, little pe- pestifer, correct? Would you be willing to sell one to me, knowing my circumstances? Uh, yeah, I can, I can get one for you. The... The lamps are all being used, but I've got the smaller canisters. Can you take one of those? Yeah, I would love one. Right. Yes, thank you. He sort of walks over, and you can see him go over, and he sort of takes out that crate and sort of puts it down, and he sort of takes, and he comes back over. Two of them. How much? <clears throat> it's all right. You can take them. Oh, sir, I in- I'll take both. I insist I give you something. No, no, it's all right. You've, um, you went down to the tackle shack. We'll call it even. Thank you, Thank you so much, Yannick. Yes, of course. Um, Get you some rest if you can. I will soon, yeah. <clears throat> Are you staying in town for a while? No, I believe no, business we're... calls us elsewhere, unfortunately. Oh. Um, all right. I can't thank you enough for uh, all of your help in these matters. And thank you for all yours as well. Sure. We'll definitely stop by the next time we're in Mokmo. Yes, please do, yes. Definitely. <clears throat> So, uh, Skens was satisfied then, you don't need to check in with him at all. We said that we might be able to, but as our evening and morning has progressed, it seems like we will not be able to. Please send him our deepest regrets. All right, sure. Um, I may have informed him that you performed gentle repose on Marissa. I do apologize. I did not know. He sort of wipes one eye and then the other eye. It was to persuade him for uh, investigating Marissa further. Yeah. You know. It's when, all right. we, when we told him it was for the special circumstances, he didn't seem very angry. Yeah. I do apologize. I do not wish to get you in trouble. It's all right. I'll talk to him. You're a good man, Yannick. <laughs> very. Thank you. You sure you don't want any gold? Yes, yes. No, I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. Cedric has promised me that... Uh, He's going to send word for, uh, uh, Dr. Um, mm-hmm. Veto. So, um, that's what I needed the money for, so we should be all right. All right, please get some rest. You sound quite exhausted. That's all right. Good night's work. We've done a lot, made a lot of progress. Okay. Great. Take care of yourself. You as well. Mm-hmm. Bye for now. Good day. Yeah. As we turn around before we go too far, can mm-hmm. I just talk to them real quick? Yeah. And as you see him sort of walk away, he seems, you know, he's tired, but he's sort of renewed with a little bit of purpose and vigor and sort of feeling like he's sort of reached the other end of this sort of dark time. I mean, when you first met him, he's sort of preoccupied by this sort of mystery, but it seems like now he feels like he's on the edge of discovering something meaningful, so he walks back with purpose to the remaining diggers. Do you think we should leave a, a recount of what happened at the tackle shack with Yannick to get back to Skens? No, it's not worth it. If we come... I no. agree. Then it will only make us seem even more yes. malicious than we actually are. We've got our mission. We should go on it. If we do ever come back, we can deal with it then. Got it. I appreciate you wanting to be honest. Mm. Not about everything. I mean, just what we told him, because he said to come back. Not about everything. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not really worth it. No. All right. Okay. And Erland and uh, Severe have come out. You guys are now walking back, and you guys are all meeting up here in the yard. You're sort of in this fenced-in area. Horses are tied up. So, Jillian is here. Here, yes. 
I'm anxious to get underway. All right. Everyone's gonna lead the way <clears throat> to their shed. Right. Start to walk. Are you all heading up? Yeah. We're a little early, yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, a little bit, but yeah. she said just before 11. Okay, cool. I mean, so, yeah. It's good to be here. Great. And you guys start to move in the direction of the shack. And you, as you're sort of walking, you see the shack, obviously mentioned in Jillian's letter. It's really mo- little more than a storage shed, and there's a cart next to it that looks loaded up with various supplies, kind of leads, rakes, shovels, spare fence posts, spools of wire. It doesn't strike you as adventuring necessities. It seems like the shed has been temporarily cleared out to make room for sort of Jillian to meet with you in this private space. And there's no windows, but the door is kind of loosely closed. It doesn't look like it has a lock on it. And you can see a little flickering of lamplight coming in. Because there's no windows, presumably the interiors could still be dark, so you can see a little bit of flickering light. And about 20 feet off to the right is a hitching post, and there's a single sort of reddish chestnut colored horse sort of calmly chewing on some hay there. Now, you guys have tied up the horses over near the barn area. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Mm-hmm. So, is that one of ours? Was that one of the four? Or is it no, this is a new one? horse. <laughs> okay, great. This is a new horse. So, you guys, anything to say as you guys just sort of make your way out? <laughs> I'm going to let you guys speak. I don't feel like updating Jillian and getting yelled at. It is what it is. <laughs> we actually... Yes. You guys begin to walk in. As you are, there are people moving along the path to your right that look like they're headed into Mukmu or out of Mukmu. And the atmosphere is pleasant, and the expressions on the faces of the citizens is largely good-natured. A city sort of proud, sort of starting to be working a good work day's work. But a thought is spared for that which is known lurking beneath the surface. Orban, Erlen, sort of wistfully looking their back over their shoulder in the direction of where they know the Natural Studies Institute to be, where Marvin Bishop remains held against his will. Bizarra does her best to put aside the images of Ferd's terrified face and Micah Denholm's house engulfed in flame. Sophia sees a child walking along with a couple of parents moving along the path and thinks on the limitations of and those forgotten by the standing system, while Graven ponders the sudden disappearance of Lady Singrila. But the group's orders and aspirations compel you forward toward this shack, believing that your objective in the mountains will lead to answers, rewards, or something else entirely. And as you get close to the door, You start to hear the rustling of some papers and a spirited humming. (laughs) And as you get closer, it gets a little louder, and you can hear who's opening the door. I'll open it. And you open it up. And you open the door to find Jillian enthusiastically putting the finishing touches on a makeshift sort of war room, sort of conference room. Six stools have been set around a circular table, piled with various items in the middle. A large set of saddlebags draped over each one of the chairs. And on the back wall, Jillian has pinned up a large parchment, which looks like it has a blown-up rendering of the (laughs) Mykonid camp map that you acquired days earlier. That's so dope. (laughs) Put that up there. When the table gets jiggled, I think the camera gets jiggled. Oh. Is it like up against uh, the table? Cool. I just didn't want yep. to be drunk. 
Jillian herself is bright and full of vigor, and she turns as you enter, hearing the door, and she stands soldierly upright in what looks to be a new set of armor. It's well constructed, and the laces tying her braces and leather chest plate look new. They're sort of free of any frayed ends. But it has, you gather intentionally, a distinct lack of flair. There's no painted colors, no insignias, just browns and grays. Nothing to draw attention, only to serve a purpose. And Graven recognizes the look on her face as she turns. A pursed smile and her chin kind of tucked down close to her chest. He saw it before, east of Urn Chupa at Holland's rented residence, when he laid eyes on Jillian for the first time. An operative at full strength on the eve of her departure. It is good to see you all, together and in good health. Please, everyone, have a seat. Come on in. Jillian. Duck into the shed. <laughs> Safira, you seem to be traveling a good bit lighter than usual. <laughs> uh, I have a number of items for you. Are you going to be putting them in your pockets? Um, yeah, actually, my bag, I left it, and I'm hoping that it's still where I abandoned it. I was in a bit of a panic and being chased by some wasps. Well, we're off to an excellent start. Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> Well, first things first, how is everyone? Anxious to get underway. Mm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Ready for the journey. Excellent. Not drawing too much attention to yourselves, I hope? Endeavouring not to, yes. I saw the bit of work going on across the way. Orba was telling me yesterday that uh, it was something that you might have had a hand in, helping out Yannick the Gravekeeper. Yes, I informed her that we took on that contract mm. for some extra coin. Yes. We did. Quite mm. successful. He's a nice man. And? Did you discover anything of use? Well, we discovered that the spirits are being disrupted by a certain kind of miasma in the ground. That's why they've got the holes. They're Seems to holes. be agitating them. Obviously, we have our hypotheses about what the miasma might be. You think this might be related to the contraptions that you've seen along the way. Indeed, yes. I think our best guess right now is the miasma is some sort of either unintentional or intentional byproduct of mycotin uh, extract production. Now the harvesting yard is not terribly far away, but that would be a long way for vapors to seep through the ground. Did you find any evidence of some other kind of source, one of these pipes, contraptions? That's what the digging's for. Hoping to Dig one up, you think? I have a hypothesis about where something might be. Care to share it? Yeah, we know that the Lemonade Man um, has possibly some kind of entrance to the underground, possibly through a well. There was a body mm. found in the well, and it's possible that he killed them, and certainly there could be a place where he kills people, or maybe it's an entrance to an underground kind of lab. It could be a number of different things. Have any of you seen this well, this entrance of sorts? No. All right. Well, anything else? Anything else helpful? I know that you spoke with Skents. I mostly tried to keep my nose out of any official city affairs. It would have been essentially impossible for me to hide my presence entirely, but I certainly wish to give off the impression that I was not here on any sort of business, so... Perhaps... Right. Perhaps you begin and we'll fill in gaps where we, from what we may have found. That makes any sense. 
That sounds counterproductive. What have you been up to? I already told her about how we were investigating for scouts. Yes, yes. I think... The Tackle Shack and all that? Mm-hmm. I think, as of yet, we've been able to discover how Mycanid products get distributed within them. You think it's the Lemonade Man? Believe that the distribution seems to be controlled by the Lemonade Man, yes. Sure. Um, we believe it is enforced by some sort of Mycanid hybrid beasts created by the perhaps a small subsect, perhaps all the adepts at the Natural Science Institute. We didn't dig too far. Hmm. Um, These beasts are making it? Distributing it? I, I believe that it is the Lemonade Man that is controlling it, that is sort of the head of it. I believe that these... Seems to be the impression around town for the most part, not exactly a secret. I agree. I, I, we have not heard anything about these sort of myconid hybrid monsters, but they do seem to be enforcing it in some way. They seem to be... You've seen these creatures? Yes. Where? Um, we saw we one invest- in the city. We saw one in the city and we investigated the Tackle Shack, uh, and we were we actually... Two. We were We were attacked by two of them. You were attacked at the Tackle Shack. Correct. Mm-hmm. Did you learn anything there? I imagine they were protecting something. Yes, it seems like, um, and help me fill in the blanks here, but it seems like the note we found on the um, woman that attacked us outside the city. Yes. Her name was uh, Yvonne. Yvonne. Um, and it seems that there are official supplies that the Lemonade Man, we assume, contracts. Seems like there's a, 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 a prestigious vetting process of sorts. Um, Yvonne was one of them. Wesley, Wesley, who runs the bobble shop, seems to be another. Hmm. And um, a woman named Marissa Everett. Was a new hire. Was a new hire, and that was the note we found Yvonne had taken from Marissa. We believe Yvonne killed Pure. Marissa. Um, so Yvonne is obviously deceased before we even knew anything about this. Hmm. And Marissa was murdered, it seemed several days Shortly before. Shortly before that. It, Obviously, it's some of some interest that um, I just lost his name. What's his name? The guy Wesley? Quentin. 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 That Quentin uh, was thinking about buying the Tackle Shack. Se- That's what we suppose. Seems he's trying to position himself possibly to be some sort of official supplier as well. The process for being um, uh, given official supplier is one of it seems like you need to build some sort of underground storage facility. Look, but this is all conjecture. Well, all we know... <laughs> we've we... had your nose in a number of places, it seems. I don't believe that is conjecture. I believe that the official suppliers are, are chosen based on some sort of vetting process, and this vetting process involves constructing some sort of underground um, uh, storage area. What becomes conjecture is how it gets there. It seems that it comes from... Early points to the thing on the wall. It seems like it comes from this facility. Yes. Somehow, then, it gets distributed out by the Lemonade Man to his official suppliers, and that's how it gets spread across the city. Right. A bit of useful information there, no doubt. Most of it applying to the sort of general economy and politics of Mukmu. The thing that interests me the most are these creatures you're talking about. As we head to this camp, are we thinking we're likely to encounter them? There's a very, very good chance. Definitely possible. And you fought them? We did, yes. What can you tell me about them? The problem is the quantity. There are too many of them. Of these well, hybrid creatures? There were two too of the many. hybrids, but one of them too created woodlings. Which is a problem in battle, because you get overwhelmed and sure. distracted. He was able to 
lay hands on a tree and form woodlings out of it. They seem to be... Easily destructed. Well, the woodlings. The the Myconid hybrid beasts seem to be... to generally have some sort of simple plant-based attacks, be it vines or... But they also seem to have individual specific powers. We've encountered one that had a very large mouth, we encountered another that had a very sort of exaggerated eye and ear, and they seem to have sort of specific niche specialties in addition to sort of general plant-based powers. And you're here now? You defeated them? Nearly. They escaped. Yes. Ah. They, however, do not seem to be able to communicate. That's a positive, I suppose. I mean, Did you be, find any... They may be able to communicate between each other. They were not... Communicate. Certainly communicating willing to with communicate us. with us. All right. Was there any way that you could discern that seemed to be a weak spot? Um, they each seem to have, perhaps, perhaps, they each seem to have individual weaknesses based on the exaggerated feature. What made you think that? Right. When you cast Thunderbolt, uh, when you made the loud thundering sound, yes. um, I, I, as he was running away, he, he grabbed his sort of gaping ear and oh, I collapsed. Did not, I did not see him do that. I forgot to bring it up in the heat of... <laughs> sure, that's okay. I just didn't know. Um, so... I don't know what that sort of translates into other physical... Possible individual weaknesses. All right. Well, good to be prepared, I suppose. I think probably getting them separated in whatever way we can from plant life, nature, the soil. It seems to be from where they draw their power. One of them, as I said, was making woodlings out of the tree. The other seemed to have powers over bodies of water. And these abilities didn't seem familiar to anyone? And she sort of flicks her eyes at Erlen very briefly. Orba also does that. I mean... They seemed plant-based, but my understanding of... My minimal understanding of magic is... I don't know. Alright. Well, I believe this camp is going to be, be unique in a lot of ways that have yet to be determined. These creatures among them, perhaps. Additionally, we should also mention that... As I said, it's my best guess. The adepts are the ones, either a subsect, subsect of adepts, or perhaps even all the adepts, are involved in the creation of these beasts. I also believe that the adepts may be trying to discover some way to remotely or from a distance cause mycinid extract to explode. You that, learned this from these creatures. Um. From the adepts themselves, one of the adepts. You spoke to the slip. I did speak to an adept. Yes. When I. Not when they. When I one of these adepts told you what they were working they on. They seemed. The they seemed to let it slip. Yes. I don't know what that means. I don't even know if it's something that has been created yet. But that does seem something. If they have created that in the last day or two. So you believe that. The adepts are involved in the creation of these creatures, and you've been speaking with the adepts. That's not something I knew beforehand. This was from my... Alright. Yeah, that was not something I knew at the time. Look, we also have a suspicion that that local (laughs) government might be involved. What's that? Local government might be involved in some capacity. Particularly, we suspect that Uriel might be... I I don't know whether or not he's involved in anything having to do with Michael and distribution, but... 
<laughs> they could be. We don't know. All right. Frankly, I would be shocked if there wasn't some kind of... If there wasn't someone on the inside with, frankly, a, a black market that's this successful. I get the impression that Mukmu um, would like it to be not so much a black market. It's not illegal yet, and the riches that the Mykonid products are pouring into the economy are not going overlooked. Yes, mm. Quentin mentioned that. Well, again, most of this applies to Mukmu's structure and the way it runs. We're concerned for the coming days with the camp itself, but let's backtrack for a moment. We'll start with the easy bit. Orba, I, um, and she takes out a paper. I thoroughly enjoyed your very optimistic list of wants and wishes. That's all right, I figured it was worth a shot. Sadly, I am but a humble operative and not a conjurer. Still, I think we've done pretty well. Okay. Allow me to show you. Yes. And she sort of takes, she has kind of a canvas sort of rucksack that she sort of pulls up and she sits in her lap. First of all, and she takes out a bag kind of carefully and it's kind of, you can hear glass kind of clinking inside Ooh. it. <gasps> Ten potions of healing. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Wow. In addition, one potion of greater healing. Now, there Ooh. isn't a, a proper brewmaster or alchemist in Mukmu, so price was less of an obstacle than the availability for a number of potions. <clears throat> So there's one potion of greater healing. There's also a potion of fire breath if we have a need for incineration or covering a hasty retreat. And this one was difficult to acquire. And she sort of takes one out, and it kind of has this shimmering sort of silvery liquid. One potion of invisibility. Hopefully we'll be able to use this at a moment that seems most important to us. It doesn't last for very long, and there's only one of them. She sort of puts it out on the table. I've got, and she points down, three climbing kits that come with lengths of rope. I've got four bottles of antitoxins. Since the ground seems to be getting poisoned, stands to reason that we may be exposed to similar toxic elements in the air at some point. Not a bad thing to have around. I have one spyglass, and she takes it out. And if I'm not mistaken, you have one already in your possession. That will be helpful as well. Sorry. Something wrong, Sophia. Oh, no. You had it, didn't you? You in my bag. Well, just get your yeah, bag. Yeah, we're going to get your you bag. Get it. Continue. <laughs> she takes out another sort of bag. And this one sort of makes, like, little light sort of, like, rattling, shaking, clinking. 30 darts, Erland, for your throwing pleasure. She slides it across the table. I also have 50 arrows, she points down to a little tube. 50 standard arrows, as well as five ensnaring arrows. Have you ever used one of those before? Yes, I actually am familiar. Excellent. Perhaps useful if we need to escape an enemy or ambush someone in the night. One person running to trigger an alarm could spoil everything. I'm sure we're all very well aware of that. So a restrained adversary is the best kind of adversary. I have two hunting traps and a number of other standard things that you'd expect. Rations for a couple of days, horse feed, a few additional lengths of rope, set of manacles, various other necessities. Now, you've written a short novel on the kind of spell scrolls that you'd like to have. In addition to the typically exorbitant cost, they are illegal in Mukmu, which you are aware of, which doesn't make them impossible to acquire, but over the course of one night, we'll sadly be leaving without them. That's all right. I figured that was worth a shot. You've also written on here how to charge a sending stone. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, not only do I not know how to do that, I'm not entirely sure what that is. Oh, 
interesting. Something Shabira? you've acquired recently, hopefully not from a swindler who promised you a shiny rock with magical powers. Nope. Hopefully not, no. I hope it wasn't from a swindler. I don't know, a street vendor. A street vendor in Mukmu promised you a sending stone. Am I an idiot? Perhaps. <laughs> In addition to your lack of backpack, it seems you'll be lacking a bit of extra coin. Mm. Yeah. I also have um, a couple of items that I'd like to give out privately, but we'll get to that. Anything else before we move on to the next item? I did manage to pick up an, an alarm spell scroll, actually. That could be useful, definitely. Mm-hmm. Anything else to report? I think that just about covers it. All right. To the main event, then. Mm. And she gets up. And she stands over near her sort of drawing that she has on the wall. Now, we're not going to go over every single part of the plan just yet. I want full focus on each leg of the journey as it happens. Understood? Got it. However, there are a few generalities that I'd like to address up front. As you can see, I've replicated the map drawn by our friend Sketskia, the Radiran elf that we borrowed it from. There were some things about the map that didn't entirely make sense to us, but after consulting with Kelsetra, I think I have a better understanding. Her own scouts have confirmed that Sketskir's rendering is of fairly good detail. But why the water on the part of the canyon that is supposed to be the upper level, and yet none visible on the lower level? Curious. Well... Laziness seemed to be an unlikely answer, given how well Sketskir drawed out the rest of the map. Kelsetra confirmed my suspicions as thus. The river is held up by a wall of force running the length of the canyon. One can exit on the lower level and look up to see the water flowing atop a transparent barrier. Wow. Kelsetra's scouts witnessed this during its construction. Do you remember when I said I thought that the compound looked fairly ordinary, all things considered? Yes. This was the missing piece. We are talking about a very serious output of consistent magical energy to make this possible over any extended period of time. I believe that the Wall of Force serves multiple purposes. One, to a casual observer, it reduces the visible size of the camps. Smaller camps have historically been under less scrutiny. A smaller output means it's less likely, or it's likely that a higher percentage of the myconid molts are produced naturally and not manually extracted, to put it politely. Two, it obscures some of the most horrific elements of a harvesting yard. If a local municipali- municipality, such as Mukmu, was determining the ethical implications of allowing free trade of extract and myconid products, it would behoove a businessman to hide the dirty underbelly. And three, Perhaps most importantly, it's a kill switch. In the event of an emergency, the wall could be dispelled, thus flooding the canyon, likely drowning anyone on the lower level. An effective way to erase evidence of wrongdoing, but these lengths that they've gone, I think there's something in those pens that's worse than abused myconids, and I want to know what it is. So you want to go into this lower level, then? I do. The little that I know about Wall of Force spells is... In order to keep something that consistent, that big, 
would require a great deal of effort, some sort of... It would require something. Yes. Do we have any idea what that something might be? Not yet. We're looking at either a number of mages consistently keeping it up over time every single day, or we're looking at some kind of machinery that outputs the magical energy necessary to keep it up. We've seen that kind of machinery before. All possibilities. That, the uh, determining what's in those pens, and finding the exact location of the electrolysis lab that I mentioned before, those are our two primary objectives. Okay. Sorry, can you on the map just point out the pens that you're referring to? These are the pens. Got it, Because those are on the lower level, hidden from view if you just walked in. Perfect, and thanks. I just wanted to make sure. Um, we still believe the electrolysis lab is that top room here, yes? The, the circular, circular room. The circular yes, room, yes, that's my best guess. Simply, mainly based on the size and having seen them before. However, I do definitely need to confirm that. Would that not be something that they would want to hide? Or is the sort of extraction process, though torturous, generally accepted by those with interest? <laughs> a little bit of A, a little bit of B. The thing about the electrolysis lab is that it's not being in use all the time. If, coming to ex- if someone came to inspect the compound, you could easily clear out the lab. You can't exactly clear out the pens that are full of myconids or whatever else is in there. And do we know what the two bridge-like structures on the bottom, bottom are? These ones here, you're saying? That and, yes, the circular one here as well. That. Not sure about that. This appears to simply be an extension of the bridge on the high level. I don't know if it's a wall that goes all the way down, thus keeping up the bridge above, or if it's a pit of some kind to possibly keep water from flowing into the pens. Not sure. So how do we get into this lower level? That will become aware to you in the coming days. We are, of course, a decent bit away from our approach of the camp itself. Our immediate plans are to reach the Helmi Ridge. It's one of the closest portions of the Sharky Mountains to Mukmu, though it requires a more direct route that strays significantly from any of the main roads. This is by design. Calcetra has informed me that since the camp became operational, security along the, route, along the roads that leads into the mountains has become overwhelmingly difficult to bypass. The closer you get to the mountains, the more likely the patrols will be black lions, who will jump at the chance to execute travelers who don't have a rock-solid reason for being there. I don't mean to pry and, and feel free to just conf- <laughs> uh, ease my suspicions, but given all that we know about Mukmu um, now and its sort of ties to, deep ties to the Mygana trade, is Calcetra someone you believe you still trust? Definitely. If we are stopped, do we have plausible reasoning why we'd be on the trail? No. Great. Let's not be stopped, then. A black lion that asks is going to be a dead black lion. Is that understood? I'd like you thinking. Yes. Oh, before I forget, I also collected two small pestifer canisters, which are good at warding off undead in case we have another one of those incidents again. It could be useful. Black lions do have necromancers. Yes, that was my thought as well. We'll be moving in a northwestern direction through the hills of Raventhorn. It's uneven terrain with waist-high thorned brush that makes navigating by horseback very slow. I won't lie to you. It's entirely possible that we encounter packs of black lines in these hills. However, 
They are far more likely to be independent raiding parties, not affiliated with the Harvesting Yard's operation. The hills of Raventhorn have long been a popular hunting ground for the Black Lions as naive travelers attempt to take shortcuts. But we have obvious advantages. Being far more prepared, and the fact that if we are spotted, they won't immediately assume that we're bound for the Mykonid camp. I feel like these Black Lions are less likely to go running with some sort of alarm or looking for their friends. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> These paths you're suggesting um, would not be the ones used for transport of Mycanid extract into a book. No, we will be avoiding those entirely. Good. On our way to, or possibly once we reach Helmy Ridge, we'll be connecting with two guides, one of whom I know personally, and the other one employed by Kelsetra. At the base of the ridge, there's an entrance to a mine that is no longer operational. The tunnels of this mine snake through much of the eastern portion of the Shaki Mountains, hmm. and with the help of one of these guides, we'll be led to an exit that deposits us reasonably close to where we're headed. The first guide's name is Wengari. Now, there is one problem, and that is where the second guide comes in. The exit that we want to utilize sealed off. Its doors inoperable from the interior of the mine. You see, when the mining company closed up shop, they were worried about their precious slaves escaping. So they sealed the unnecessary exits. Someone will have to take the above ground route to open the gate from the other side. Normally this route would be considerably longer and have a significant risk of being spotted. But our guide, Cineberg, is a halfling who discovered a series of Kruthic shafts in the area. And Kruthics are burrow burrowing creatures that leave behind small tunnels that a person of average height would be forced to crawl through. But Cineberg and Bizarra, though likely emerging with soreness in your lower back, should make good time. Got it. The plan is for the two of them to go on ahead, open the gate from the other side, and wait for us to travel through the mines. Thus, all of us reaching the exit in a reasonable time frame. Excellent plan, Julian. Any questions? Mm. No. How long have the mines been abandoned? A number of years. Worried about running into someone? I wouldn't be worried about running into any intelligent creatures, but there are animals that take up residence in abandoned holes. Mines. What was mine then? I believe it was... Um, Rare minerals such as adamantine. There was a small portion of it in the mountains. Is there any special equipment I need? I think that Cineberg should have everything you need. And I can trust him? I think so, yes. When we get to the lower level of this camp, what are you looking for? What do you expect to find other than the Mycans? I don't know. But I think they're hiding something far more than anyone's ever tried to hide something before. So our plan to try to leave with it, escape with it, let it escape, what? I don't know, Safira. It depends what we find. Again, the plan for all of us is simply to find out what's there. The next leg of the journey will likely be up to me, perhaps not with you in my employ. Well, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm ready. Can do it. Sounds right. good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, feel free to dole out the resources as you see fit. 
And um, someone be, will be arriving shortly, a friend of mine, uh, Kohar Langolis, and I need to have a little conversation with him and Orba and Erland. Huh. Right. So if three of you would like to take the supplies, get the saddlebags ready, he should be here in no more than 10 or 15 minutes. All right. <laughs> well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna help him yeah. take the supplies start and stuff. start to go out. Get some stuff up, go out there. You guys start to move, mm-hmm. putting things. You, it's door such, so it's the three of you sort of left in the room. You can go outside for a second if you guys want to do a chat quickly. Can I just uh, pull Graven aside? Yeah. <laughs> I just just need to ask us a bit advice. Mm. Graven, do you think I should tell Julian about the well? Uh. And the lemonade man who saw me. I mean... Should I not not make her nervous about my company just yet? I mean, what more do you really know? You mean literally just tell her that you had a conversation with him? That he saw me and that he knows that I'm after the pieces. It could probably wait. Thought so, that's why I didn't open my mouth at the time. All right. Just thought I'd ask. Thank you. Mm. Healing potion? <laughs> sure. <laughs> we can divide that stuff yeah, up yeah. after as we sort of figure out what we And we go back inside from Erland, Orba, I assume you know why we're all here. The tiefling hinted at it, yes. I informed him entirely of what's about to happen. Right. I take out my ring. And how are we all feeling? Ready for a new piece of jewelry? Do you know anything about this ring, Julian? I do not. I hear you can bind it to one of my toes so that I'm not carrying around stolen property. <laughs> I think that would be preferable, yes. All right, start to undo my boots. What a dick. The ring. Marva takes like one hard look at it, and then... She takes it, and she just kind of puts it in the middle of the table after taking it out of your hand. Any other questions the two of you have before my friend arrives? Does it look like... Does it look familiar to me at all, the ring? It does not, no. Okay. There's no, I mean, it it doesn't seem to have any anything about it There's that no seems... Like, yeah. It's, it's like a chance ring. Like that. No. It's more so for Erlen's safety than my own. Is Kohala able to identify this ring before Erlen dons it for a given amount of time? No. Permission to cast Detect Magic in the next ten minutes as we wait for your friend? I've added. I would have thought you would have done that already. I've been trying to be discreet. Orba sits and okay. starts casting. And after a couple of minutes, there's a knocking on the door. And the outside, as you guys are sort of tying things up to the horses, sort of putting things in the bags, you see a human man sort of come, and he has sort of a long draping robe that's sort of flowing behind him that's sort of bluish in color. And he has a long, sort of, parted-in-the-middle hair that goes down the sides and reaches just below his shoulders. And he seems to be sort of gliding up to the door almost, as you can't really see his feet. And you see him go up and knock on the door. And you can hear Jillian sort of, Come on in! And he opens the door. And he heads inside. Erland and Orba, this is Kohar. And he sort of politely nods to (laughs) Orba, I'm not entirely sure we have time for this. It only takes now less than ten minutes. And she looks over to Kohar and he kind of 
she wakes. And the time passes. And you open your eyes. The ring does not glow. Well, it's not special, Erland. You may put it on. Um, I apologize. Only putting it on my left foot, please. All right. Foot on the table, Erland. I sort of sit back. Kohar, he knows why he's here. He sort of goes over the table. Kohar? Erland. Orba. And he sort of reaches over and he looks at it very carefully, kind of picks it up and inspects all of it. Your ring, yes? Soon to be my ring. (laughs) He sort of takes your foot in one hand and he holds it up a little bit. Orba-like kind of shadows him a little bit. Do you have a preference? The toe? <laughs> Whichever toe fits best. It will shrink to the toe. Um, <laughs> Biggest decision. The second me. one next to the big toe I feel like it's the least important. <laughs> he sort of holds it up and he lo- and it's bigger than that toe so it sort of slides over. <laughs> and he sort of clasps his fingers around. And then he takes his other hand and he clasps it over the top of your foot. And he starts to sort of speak very quietly. And he's sort of squeezing a little bit and you can feel this sort of tightening grip around the toe and it feels like someone's like pulling on the end of your toe. It has that sort of twitches a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, and he sort of has that feeling to it. And then he squeezes really tight and there's sort of a cracking noise, sort of like And then he lets go. And you can see that the band has tightened to like just below the circumference of the toe. And in addition to that, there's these sort of tendrils of blue energy that go out from the ring. So in addition to just the tightness around the toe itself, it looks like it has gone into the skin, that there's energy heading into the skin. So your toe almost doesn't glow blue, but it looks like it has blue like veins running through it. Wow. Um, How... Tell me about this shed. What's this shed look like? Is it how tall is it? How wide is it? It's small. I mean, the whole thing's probably eight by six. How tall is it? Oh, the ceiling, ten feet tall, less than. Okay, everyone's gonna put on his boot and sort of give it like a little flex in the knee. Um, he's gonna sort of look at a wall and just be like, stand back for a second. And he's gonna try and run up the wall and backflip to see if he can still do athletic things. Make an acrobatic. Oh what? my oh, god! He's <laughs> You run up and you're sort of getting used to the feeling and you push off on the wall and your toe kind of buckles a little bit, but you get all the way over and you kind of land and it's not a clean landing, but you get all the way over. It takes some getting used to, I suppose. Plenty of time for that, I would think. All right. Thank you, Koha. And he sort of bows. And he slowly exits, leaving it behind. Shall we join the others? How does it feel? Strange. Orba, would you give Jillian and I just a moment together, please? I just had a ring bound to my foot. (laughs) Orba nods and goes outside. (laughs) And the rest of you see Orba come out and she's like, kind of grumpily standing at the edge of the door. And close the door. Just give it a listen to make sure she did in fact leave from the side are, of the door. Where are you Jeez. walking away? No. I mean, you don't hear footsteps moving away from the door. I open the door a little bit <laughs> and just look at her. <laughs> but just throws her hands in the air and runs off. 
close it. As you requested, uh, uh, when you when we checked into the Lakeside Inn, uh, I have done my best to look into Sephira for you. And? She's obviously not uh, eager to divulge uh, information, but she did meet with Lieutenant Colonel Massive. Um, she did say that he offered her clemency in exchange for something. She at first lied to me, said it was something about going back to family, to, uh, going back to Kiera, but then I feigned apology and interest and she uh, later recounted, recanted that. Something about apotheosis, have you heard of this, a status? Yes, of course. I don't know if that was part of the lie or what. Um, what is for sure though is that Massive has been tracking her and therefore us and it seems like he knows that we're about to depart on some sort of scouting mission. Right. That's, do you know you know where she came from? You know her history? I know a few things. The... For now, nothing you've told me gives me great concern. I don't have a particular reason to believe that Massif is working against us in any sort of form of what we're going to do. You know, do you know all about her history with Root the Brute and Watchy Faroe? I know them, yes. All right, that's... Other, other than other than the fact that Massive has been following her and might know something, that's all she's willing to divulge at this particular moment. She assured me, and I do believe her in this particular moment, um, she assured me that nothing to do with Massive has will affect our scouting mission in any way, and I do believe she trusts me now, for what it's worth. That is something. I do believe that, in addition to simply the set of skills that she brings to the party, the closer we get to the camp and the more we see, the more she's likely to cooperate. Her interest in this is not one of... She's not so much interested in completing whatever mission you set forth. She's interested in doing what she believes is right, and in this particular instance, she believes that the harvesting of Mykonids is wrong. So in that way, we align at this particular moment. Yes. It's also worth noting, perhaps, that um, uh, Bizarra has been in some way marked by the Lemonade Man. She met the Lemonade Man. <laughs> um, she was asking around for... <laughs> she was asking around for chess pieces and the Lemonade Man, of course, got word of it. Um, uh, from what I understand, Sophia has also been asking around about the Lemonade Man to various children in town. Well, I should have known a little better. I did try to warn Bazaar not to talk about the chess pieces in the world. <laughs> so, in, right. in, in that way, we have been in some way marked, but that's the best information I could find for you at the moment. This guy does she me. know... Does the Lemonade Man know what you all look like? Oh, oh no! It's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> They hear a noise outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. It's okay. <laughs> very wet. <laughs> if you need to go and grab something, you can go grab a paper towel. Go ahead. Wet himself. <laughs> okay, we just we just spilled a bit of water out here. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Should we bend? What was your question, Jillian? Can, continue ruining my life, it's fine. Yes. He knows what you all look like, or just Bizarro? 
Um, as far as I can tell, Bizarre is the only face that he would recognize. I, I've seen him, he has perhaps seen my outline, but he doesn't know what I look like as far as I know. Or what any of us look like, unless of... He doesn't know him. He seems, I mean, he seems to be everywhere in the city, but as, as, as far as I know, the only person who met him face to face in any sort of intimate capacity was Bizarre. And it was about uh, chess pieces, <laughs> not about extract. Uh, I don't know if you know, but they seem to not be particularly uh, a fan of chess pieces. <laughs> uh, you, you, they do not seem to be a fan of chess pieces in this city. Yes, I am aware of that. Well. The, um... <laughs> the Natural Studies Institute. Yes. Do you want to tell me what actually happened there, or do I have to pry that out of you later? Oh. If you think I believe for one second that an adept let it slip what was going on in their institute. No, I don't expect you to believe that. You know, obviously, that I used to, in some capacity, have connections with some people at the Natural Studies Institute. I tried to pay a visit to one. Were you recognized? I was not recognized. By anyone other than the person that already knows me? No. Or rather, not by anyone who seems to... Um, none of the adepts present in the city have recognized me as far as I know. There was a man named Adept Ethan, who I spoke to prior to knowing anything about anything. But he didn't seem to recognize me, though he does seem to be in the pocket of the Lemonade Man. More and more people in that pocket. It's getting very crowded. I agree. But as far as I know, only <laughs> the only the person who I already knew recognized me and someone who worked closely with him. And she's no longer in the city. Alright. Well, I appreciate it, and perhaps more to discuss later, but the longer we stay in here, the more suspicious it seems, don't you think? I agree. Well, Erland, I'm glad to have you along. Shall we? Let's oh, shout. Sure. And she starts to unpin the, the map that's on the wall. She starts to take it away. And she heads out. The door opens and you see Erland and Jillian emerge. Now, there's only um, five horses now with the one that I've gotten, so there will be doubling up for a short period of time until Bizarra reconnects with my friend and they ride off. So, if you don't mind doubling up just for now. No problem. Excellent. Anyone? You're welcome to come with me. Oh. Have your pick, Bazaar. Bulba, do you mind if I hang on with you? Come along. Thanks. I extend my hand. All right. And she sort of takes one of the saddlebags, puts it over the horse, and she begins to kind of tie it up underneath hers, the sort of chestnut horse. She picks her leg up, swings it over. Shall we? Let's do it, friends. Excellent. And as we start riding, I do want to keep an eye out to see if I see anything that looks like... I mean, I know we're going to ride up past where I was with the bag, but I do want to see if I... <laughs> oh, sure. You see a, a, a traveler, like, a traveler sure with your bow? Just I like, keep an eye out. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> in case it moved for some reason, I want to make sure... You wouldn't like, see it on the on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I guess that's true. I wouldn't, you would have to like, go... Not just high grass, you went into like a wooded area, area yeah, yeah. where the tree was and then a wasp was. Yeah, never mind. 
wasps. <laughs> and you guys begin to move, and she sort of rides the horse over to the sort of main gate. She hops off for a second and pushes open, swings the gate open, and she kind of, there's a metal piece that she sticks into the ground that allows the gate to hold it open. She swings her leg back, and she looks over in the direction of kind of the barn. Thank you, Teo! And she starts to ride, and you can see him kind of open the door a little bit and peek out and see you guys starting to run. Can I turn as I'm leaving? Check your draw! <laughs> Check my draw. <laughs> you, you can hear the door kind of close. What did you leave in his drawer? Gold. Why didn't you just give it to him? I don't know. I didn't want to have the conversation. Did you leave a note or anything also? No. He seemed to like you, Safira. Okay. <laughs> well, he slept on his floor. I figured I should give him something for that. That felt like the polite thing to do. I... Okay. Whatever makes you happy, Safira. And you can see Julian kind of pick up that sort of slope up to the main road for a little bit. Just can I position my horse directly behind Erlen's? Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping an eye on it. Sure. Come on, then. And you guys start to move away from Mukmu. Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> and it shrinks sort of slightly into the distance. Wow. And a little bit of time passes. And you're getting close to the point where if you're going to go to your bag, it's going to be veering off to the right, and you guys presumably are headed to the left, which is towards the shock. Yeah, I want to try to go to my bag. Great. So as you're riding, are you starting to veer off? Yeah. And Jillian sort of sees, Zephira! Yeah, it's my bag. It's I know, I know where it is. I will meet up back with you. Catch up, then. Make I'll, it quick. Do I'll go with, and I turn off. No, 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 come on. Zephira <laughs> <laughs> will catch up. She's just arrived. And you guys move along a little further, Sephira veers off, she starts to move sort of over to that wooded patch that she yeah. knows. You can see the wood line in the distance already. Yeah. And the other group is sort of moving off now, she's leading you off the road, and she moves down a small slope, and the area seems to have these sort of rolling hills. In addition to the hills, there's these, like she described, like if you were standing like waist high of these like the sort of spiny brush thorns, and there's a lot of them, they kind of dot the horizon and along the, the path that she's leading you. And it makes it so you kind of have to like expertly weave the horses through and you can't move quickly, otherwise the horse will kind of get caught in these kind of brambles. And you can see um, these are the this is the raven thorn sort of hills that she was talking about. And she's starting to lead you through. And just as soon as you sort of get off the path, you do hear a little and coming up from across the hill is a man on a horse, a halfling man. And Jillian looks. Oh. He caught up to us further along than I thought. And she moves a little quicker. Is it Wingari? Cinnaberg. Oh. And she sort of waves. And he waves back. And he kind of has this bowl cut Ugh. of like bright hair. <laughs> and he's sort of moving along. And as the horse That's is kind of trotting, it's kind of like bobbing up and down. <laughs> <laughs> And he has sort of a, a leather jerkin that's sort of tied tight in the middle, and a loose pair of pants and sort of riding spurs that he has. He, he's moving the horse very well, sort of through. He seems to know the area fairly well. Are we almost at him? Yeah. And are we all in like ear distance of everybody? Yeah, it's like you guys are kind of in single file. It's like one horse. So if I said something to Orba, everyone would hear? Um, no. no you're on the horse with him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you could whistle. Can I, yeah, you, before oh, yeah, you, we yep. meet them. Yeah. You Over. see him kind of cresting yeah. the hill, so you're moving towards him there. Oliver, mm. before I leave you, um, 
back at uh, Teo's, mm -hmm. said something when the porridge was being made. Mm -hmm. Not to set the house on fire. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? Um. Well, you'd already set one on fire earlier, so I just figured best not to light the second one, yes? What do you mean? I know. When I was in the house, when I was at the Lakeside Inn, your friend was there, uh, this Denholm fellow. Two halflings, one of which I had seen talking to you the day before at the inn. He didn't seem like a very nice man, I'm sure he deserved it. Well, since you know, I'd prefer it if you just kept it to yourself for now. Yes, I'm good at keeping secrets, Bizarre. It is none of my business. But good for you. Thank you. I'll see you soon, I guess. Be safe. Appreciate it. You too. Mm -hmm. You guys continue the sort of winding sort of trot up to the edge and Jillian kind of gets up and they're getting within, you know, 15, 20 feet of each other. Cineberg? Yes? Oh! Jeez. I take it you are Bithar? I am. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. And he sort of moves the horse and it sort of turns in a very tight radius and he scoots up a little bit. I get off and transfer. <laughs> and you get up. Well, Shall we? <laughs> friends, I'll see you soon, I guess. Be safe, Bizarre. You too. Good luck, Halfling. See you at the other side. Got it. Not to worry. We've got the good job. The mines are shit, and he starts to move. <laughs> and he moves ahead. And you can tell, sort of, as uh, sort of familiar with this terrain, he sort of very, he sort of weaves through very expertly, and he's getting ahead of the group fairly quickly. <clears throat> and it seems like he's headed ahead of the group, and there's and the rest of them are sort of trotting behind. We'll keep a slower pace until Safira catches up with us. Okay. All right. And she starts to ride. And as Safira takes a look back, and she's sort of approaching the tree line, she sees, just disappearing over the crest of the hills, the sort of line of horses. And Safira takes one look back to sort of just mark where they were headed, the general direction. And as she moves into the wooded area, you see sort of some sort of tamped down grass that looks like the area where Teo had tied up his horses, sort of was chewing on some of the grass. You can see, you see some of the familiar markings of that area. And you sort of slide off the horse. And as your feet sort of hit the ground, you look into the woods. And that's where we're going to end for this oh. evening. So many wasps. So many wasps. You should have taken that invisibility potion. That would have been the perfect opportunity. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sure Julian wanted that. I know. really let me do that. I just need to go get my bag. Sorry, guys. You might have just taken this very valuable potion to just get some of my craft. Just get past a couple of wasps. I get some wasps. Giant wasps. Thank you guys for Not joining us. As every always. secret I've ever had is so just... happy to be back. Back yes. at it. We'll yes. be back next week. Yes. First stream of the new year. Gusumba okay. oh. hosted Night Munch Resub. Oh. Uh, we had somebody do bits uh, named Coke Coke Bottles, which is a Coke bottles. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Sponsored by Coke Bottles. And everybody I think in we had a raid too. Legends. Um, oh, Legends of Avengers. Oh, Legends yeah, of Avengers. Oh, Legends of Avengers. Thanks, Matt. Thank you guys. You are um, wonderful. Happy holidays. Yeah, they do the best, like, little talkbacks after their streams. Oh, yeah. Chat for a while. I love that. Um, They're great. 
if we didn't have to get the hell out of the space. We'd... <laughs> yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's, everybody. Um, and you are drinking alone tonight, sir. You are yes. setting time out. The We're rat fuck of the year. Scholars day. Like literally everything. Just the water. I'm going to force you to swap pants with me. So literally, the handle of the thing <laughs> broke. That's oh, why. That's what happened. Oh, it was an equipment malfunction. It was a, definitely. Uh, well, thank, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bizarre will not be with us next week, sadly, as she's I'm off sorry. with Cineberg in the tunnel. Yes, yeah. we are off. Um, so we have a guest next week, and uh, we'll dive in. Woo! Yeah. Woo. Right. Right. Thank you guys so much. Thanks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. That's all for now. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil on Tabletop Notch. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend or leave us a nice review on the podcast app of your choice? There is always room in our party for more adventurers, despite what Kuzni may think. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and as my friends the Ackley Elves like to say, your presence is a gift. 